And before you know it, I'm driving down just onto the Logan motorway, sitting on cruise, and then car's gone into limp mode. Oh, the Navara. Navara. Limp oh, mode no. today. Come back from the Sunshine Coast. And I'm just really? sitting there, limited to a thousand Ks. I'm just going, oh, something's going on. And a thousand, I just, cl- thousand revs or a thousand Ks? Yeah, well, yeah, a thousand K in the revs. Sorry. What are you talking about? The RPM. Thousand. Yeah, that's yeah. not K's. Oh, fucking, yeah. I know, I know <laughs> Did what you I'm get on exit 32? No, 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 no. It wasn't that far down. I was actually down, oh. back down um, the, the other end. Nice. And, um, yeah, it just and it just happened to be a section where I was in the right lane behind a truck. Yeah. And a truck to the left of me, right? So I'm absolutely sandwiched. And I was just like, the things just hit a wall. Mm. And it just happened to be a part where I just came across and there's a painted island on the right that was wide enough for me to get over, mm. which was fun. What'd you, what's wrong with it? Oh, no, I'll just turn it off, turn it back on, away guys. Oh, my God. Something it just glitched. It's done mm. it once before in its life. Um, yep. So, yeah. Need to buy a jumbuck. Just like IT, mate, turn it off, mm. reboot it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the, here's the challenge, right? When what? you're sitting, not peak hour, but, you know, a lot of people bolting along a highway and you're mm-hmm. in a, a right lane where you're not really, you know, you're on a shoulder. Yeah. Try and get back up to speed in a Navara and yeah. get back out. Yeah. That was the challenge, trying yeah. to find a gap. And low then and when slow, I, mate, low and slow. When I saw a gap, mate, I booted this thing. <laughs> you know, big bellowing yeah. black bellowing smoke. Bellowing black smoke. Yeah. Char griller. Anyway, mate, that's what makes life interesting, right? Everyone survived. No one was hurt. Nice. Life goes on. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Happy yeah. days. All right. Welcome to the TED Shed. This is how we talk about everything Springfield and beyond, and no topic is off limits. Glenn, what are you mm. up to, mate? It's been a couple of weeks since we dropped our last Last episode. time I checked, it was about six inches, but um, not too much. <laughs> not too much at all. Yeah. No, no, not too much at all. Just uh, watch AFLW Grand Final. That was fun. Yeah, bit of excitement. Um, yeah, how good for the Lions, right? But then... How we won't del- this will be a topic we'll talk about, but how why'd they go to Yoronga for their game day oh. celebration? Anyway, maybe we'll, we'll talk about that later in the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. excellent. But anyway, we do have mm. <laughs> this village is us just talking amongst ourselves as usual. We do have another Ted Shed guest joining us in the Strandy shed. in the shed, mate. How are you? Good, good, that's Thank good. You. Welcome, thanks for having me. I just need you up and <laughs> get on the mic. <laughs> One job. No, that's it, mate. Just, it's it's, it's great to have a voice conversation. Voice and, I was taught yeah. to look at people when I was speaking to them. There we go. No, there you go. All right, mate. So, look, I've got to just start off by you're wearing a, a Fat Boys shirt there, right? Smokehouse and Kitchen. Is, is, is there an affiliation with you wearing that shirt, mate, or you just you love Fat Boys? Uh, well, I'm a fat boy myself, I suppose. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look. Um, I've known Luke for quite a while. Uh, he's the owner, proprietor of Fat Boys. Yeah. Um, I've worked for Luke at the restaurant. Um, and, yeah, I still do a bit, bits and pieces out there now and again, do a bit of overflow for them and uh, give a bit of a hand at the cooking classes and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, I don't yeah, know so much about them. Where are, where are Fat Boys uh, based? Just at Balloon. Can you know, oh, water, water that's right. Estate. The, yeah, the yeah, it's just it was built out there on the right-hand <coughs> side of the uh, Walloon Rosewood Road. Yeah. 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 Um, he started out in his... I believe in his backyard back in the day, just doing sauces and rubs and bits and pieces, bit really? of catering, and then uh, moved to, oh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Mining Street, I think it was, down there at Bundamba. Oh, Bundamba. And was doing a few barbecues and bits and pieces out of there. and uh, yeah, Just out of a shed? Evolved. Uh, yeah, it was um, sort of, uh, I suppose you'd call it a pop-up. 
Yep. Um, but that'd yep. be a story. You should get him on here and have a chat, and he can yeah. tell you the, the whole ins and outs of Fat Boys. But yeah, back to yeah. the shirt. So, um, yeah. I do a bit of work for him, and uh, don't mind wearing the shirt out and about. So fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And, and we've spoke about low and slow. Obviously, when I bought my char griller and tried to cook a brisket and called Strandy in about I don't know ten hours into my cook, going, <laughs> "Why is this thing not cooked?" And he goes, "How big is it?" And I said, "This big." And he goes, "Well, that's about a sixteen-hour cook, bud." And oh. I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> First brisket fucked it. Yeah, so look, yeah, my you, first one was atrocious. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're hard, right? It's um, it's the rendering of the fats. Is that the aim? Yes. yes. Yeah, and there's many different ways to do it. And obviously, I think different grades of brisket and different um, sizes. Size makes a big difference as well. Yeah. Um, your fire control, mm-hmm. keeping that temperature consistent and at the right temperature. You want it at, the, at a high enough temperature to render the fat, but not too high that you're burning things and, and overcooking them too quickly. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's what, a science. So what are you running now? You've got a, a char. I've got, I've got a char griller, charcoal fed, nine eighty. Oh, yep. yep, nice. Yeah, okay. so and the fans just died. Fairly automated. It is, man. You set and forget, right? Yep. So and you can do it off your phone. It's great. It gives you updates. You put a probe in. Happy day. So Ooh, chicken, pulled pork. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Alienized mm. chicken, pulled porks. All of that really simple. Yep. Um, brisket. Another story. And, and I think when I spoke to you, you I think said, I gave you a couple of tips towards the end of your brisket or when, when, mm. when you said you were going wrong, that might have pointed you in the right direction. You definitely did, yeah. Um, I turned the thin side around to the heat. Yep. And, and probably got enough to feed everyone, which w- it was okay. It was it was still a brisket. It wasn't a limp brisket, but it was still a, <laughs> it was still a brisket. <laughs> Dad jokes are thick and fast. <laughs> yeah. oh, they're not bad, are they? Not bad. Don't get me started. <laughs> and he's yeah. not even on the drink, right? No, I am. I am. I'm, ha- I'm having one started. tonight. I'm having to make his mark. Well, I was going to, yeah, I wouldn't have minded having a few sherbets tonight, but Uber put a stop to that. So, mm-hmm. uh, bloody yeah. Uber. So right. you've been you've been cooking for a while then, right? You know your way around a, a, a slow cook. Yeah, look, I, I, how'd you get into that? So I was introduced to charcoal, or, you know, sort of that that, that style of cooking um, in my twenties mm-hmm. um, when I was given um, an old square Miko, which is a, a square version of a Weber with oh. a hinge lid, um, adjustable grate, grate that you can raise up and down. I cooked sausages and rissoles on it for years. Yeah. And yeah, that nice. was my introduction to charcoal um, yep. and to cooking over, over fire, I suppose, um, as opposed to everyone else's four-burner matador gas barbecue that, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone's got one. Yeah. Um, and from there sort of progressed to drying smoking pellets over the coals and that sort of thing. Like, I had no, yep. no idea. Yep. No idea Are whatsoever. Just I was just sort of experimenting and um, there wasn't, there was no YouTube. There was mm-hmm. no Facebook. There was no Instagram. Like, I couldn't watch what people were doing. I was just experimenting um yep. and this thing's blown up it's it's blown up now like you can oh. get on youtube now and how do you cook a pork pork yep. it's like Bone. lennon's there's, lawn there's, right there's, you've got a whole raft of people who obsess over their lawns i mean glenn gets out there oh. with the, the hair clippers and the rollers and the <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. and, and he's into cool. that more in glenn's uh yeah. Still in the mail there. Oh, yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, you've got one, a, too. Mine's a 1947 version. No, <laughs> I think that's... 1947. Something like that. It was yeah, in, like, it was passed down to me from my stepfather, um, yeah. who had inherited it from oh. someone in his Rotary Club. Um, so That's amazing. But smoking's like... I was just yeah, So the, the tie it's, in there is yeah, like there's people who porn. spend time, and it's it's their weekend, you know, like, and it's a relaxation thing. It's mm. getting out and doing, like, the weather be lawn. But I have seen that. My brother's got a smoker. You know, Glenn's got a smoker. Mm. I don't, I'm too lazy. I've got a Weber. Maybe a couple yeah, of things on a Weber with a lid. That's about it. But it is it is really a, like a... Well, I would have said, like, it was a cottage industry, like, of people doing it, but it seems to be 
on mass now. Right? It's mainstream. Mm. Yeah, yeah it I agree. Mainstream. Agree. Um, so that was my progression from the Miko that I had um, was into a Weber. Yep. Um, and sort of my game elevated once I went to that and started sort of playing around with the Weber. So yeah. around, not a gas Weber, like people would be thinking like a gas yeah, cube, no, baby so, cube, no, so, not so that, your the actual char yep. kettle. Yeah, yep. kettle, so, so yep. moved, in, moved into a Weber. Um, spent a lot of time on that and then sort of went away from it for a while. Um, and then a, I think it was probably four or five years later, sort of dragged it all back out again and got stuck into it again. Yeah, nice. Um, started muck around with charcoal rotisseries and that sort of thing. Um, and then, yeah, just sort of evolved into, as this whole low and slow movement sort of kicked off, I'm going to call it 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And I sort of just progressed with it um, on my own, mm-hmm. um, not not cooking for anyone other than friends and family and that sort of thing. And, and, and everyone gets sick of it. Your wife will get sick. Brisket <laughs> yeah. again. Um, you had a few I quite often, to, quite often say to, to Christy, yeah, what do you want to do tonight? She said, nothing out of the smoker. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm like, well, what if I do something in the Weber? She said, that's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. So, Just um, get a big Papa's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> They're big the way, in the Pizza's G. in the Weber. Mint. Pizza's well, in the Weber. I mean, you've got the ultimate yeah, for yeah, cooking yeah. pizzas here. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, that's but fantastic. I don't do that very often anymore. No. Do you think the novelty's worn off? No, I've become bloody gluten intolerant. <laughs> so I can't cook pizzas oh, so and enjoy use, them. You get on the uh, the keto bandwagon, mate. Do keto bases? Mm, yeah, chicken, maybe a, chicken and parmesan based pizza bases. Maybe I should do something like yeah, that. But yeah, we so. do have a nice pizza oven here. So, yeah. but, um, but you could also utilise that for low and slow too. You know, smaller fire. Mm-hmm. Shut the door in front of it. And I've tried you've a brisket in there. Terrible. This is a gross beef. Don't try a brisket. I hate yeah. brisket. Do you really? Ignorance here, right? What's a brisket? Like, what's the difference between slow cooking, you know, one form of meat and a brisket? Is, is the so it's not, a tender, it's not a tender piece of meat to start with. Right. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so, so the brisket's a, a type a, of it's cut, a, right? It's a, it's a tough a... piece of meat okay, yeah. when, when it's on the cow. Right. Um, and, but because of all the... Um, oh, shit. Hang on. I should know this, shouldn't I? That's all right. Um, all, it, it's, it's tightly woven and it's... it's um, a lot of fat through it and that sort of thing. Right. And it just needs to So it's not it. a typical cut you'd go down to your butcher's and ask for if you were not cooking. No. It, you know? no, no, if no. You're, no. If you're cooking steaks at home, you're not cooking brisket. Nowadays, you would, briskets are very popular. Yeah, you know, yeah. and expensive. Price and this and that. But is good. that because they're slow cooking? So what you're doing is taking a meat that you couldn't traditionally use, you're grabbing that and slow cooking it over a period of time. And letting it all <clears> makes break it down. tender and yep. edible and like yep. fall off. Quite a, you know, it's really like a bush juicy. turkey. Yep. Boil it for three hours before you eat it. Yeah. Oh, don't bore. <laughs> no, 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 no. But um, so what? Cooking quick tips with quick question. And and Strandy's actually a butcher by trade. Yeah, we don't. I was talk. for a long time, um, yeah. and haven't done it for a long time. Um, there's a lot of things I've forgotten. Yeah, um, and but the, yeah, I still retain some knowledge and that sort of thing. I think I did that from um, leaving high school, sort of age seventeen through to thirty-ish. Yeah, right. Thirty something. Yeah. Um, before I moved into my next vacation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I've. I always had known my way around the, mm. meat, the meat industry, that sort of things, and had good yep. access to to good products. Good meat. Worked in a lot of worked in a lot of different places. Um, a few really cool small goods places as well. So that's always interesting as well, working in yep. those places and, and learning that side of things as well. So like salamis around, and yeah, yep. mucked around with that a few times and yeah. jerkies and and the oh. like. Mm. Nice. Something you can do in your pellet smoker. Yeah, you can. That's right. What part of the animal is the brisket from? It's from the the chest, I suppose. Oh, underneath underneath the neck. Yeah. Ah, that's where it's from. 
Right. I, I didn't know where it was from. That's what, what I was asking. Yeah. So that's one type of thing you can slow cook, right? Yep. What, what else? Like, what, what is common? Because, I mean, I hear brisket all the time, but, so you, like I said, don't know. Your ribs? ribs right? Oh, yeah, ribs. Yeah. Rib, beef ribs. Um, yeah. I, I something I'm not a big not. fan of to eat myself. I like cooking them for people because people love them. Yeah. Um, what else are we doing? Um, once again, something that's sort of ramped up in popularity lately is your osabuco, or it used to be known as osabuco, or shin. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, you, either your forecourt or your, your front shin or your rear shin, mm. um, left as a whole, yep. Frenched like a, like a lamb shank, yep. and cooked as a whole, standing oh. up in it. So if, you, if you know, anyone wants to look up a, a Thor's hammer, a Thor's hammer cord, yeah. mm. um, that's out of the shin, which was a really, I suppose, old-fashioned, unpopular cut of meat back when I was butchering, like you couldn't give it away. It was, really? It was, soups, it was for soups and stews. Yeah. Um, and... Just to get the broth going, the taste um, in the broth. You think, is that why the popularity of those type of meats you think's come about? Because I mean, look, we, we've talked on this show a few times. Obviously, cost of living, cost and, of living, and yeah. meat yep. prices are right up there, right? But and, unfortunately, the low yeah. and slow side of things yep. is is driving is, that is, up now. Well, well, it's getting dearer now. Yeah, yeah. but what it's I was saying, my point was probably like if you go back, you know, I don't know, well, 10, 15 back, years, well, like you're saying, you well, couldn't give that away. And put into sausages or like we used to do. We used to roll a brisket. Yeah, um, like it was bone and rolled and and used as a as a roast or a pot roast sort of thing. Yeah, um, but yeah, most of it was turned into snags. Is that right? Because no one wanted it. Not really. It's amazing. Away. Like that's something that as was in my whole butchering career. Um, a lot of it was spent in the supermarkets. Um, admittedly, um, I would not have, I wouldn't have seen a whole brisket, or sold a whole brisket to someone. It would have been potentially just a flat brisket, which would have been, um, sort of with the rib plate and all. Anyway, I mean, it would have been rolled into a. You know, strung up. You know, you see your rolled rice with the strings yep. on them. Yeah, the yep. strings, one of it would have been done like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. so they'd actually like slice the meat out, so like a, like a sheet, and roll it and to roll it up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. butcher string it and <clears throat> sell it as a roast. Yeah, it becomes a people are pretty around. ingenious, right? I mean, I guess mm. out of necessity, and maybe you know, I don't know. I'm not saying that's where the slow cook industry's boomed from, but if people mm, out of necessity want, want to get meat, no. But I'm just saying, if that's a a cut that's not as popular, and then people go, what can we do with this, right? And then yeah. it's through the slow cooking and people doing things to it. Then makes it like you go. Hang on, this is now a meal that can feed a, you know, yeah. a family or a group of people, and That's it's right. the cheaper meat. That's another exactly right. Yeah. Another really good example of those beef cheeks. Yeah. So as an apprentice, one of your first jobs is offal. Yeah. You know, trimming offals and whatnot for whether it be for pet food or whatever. And I mean, it's all fit for human consumption. But um, oh, geez, back in the day, I suppose a beef cheek would have been ninety nine cents, a dollar twenty nine a kilo. Wow. Try and buy them now. What cuts yeah. that? I bought Where's some that? from the Costco the other day. Oh, actual cheek. Actual okay. cheek. Right. Yeah. Um, and they are probably my favourite, low and slow. Yeah, right. 100%. I've got I've got one in the freezer. As soon as I get my char grill, hundred mm. percent, hundred percent. Make sure you boat it. Wait, do what? Boat it. Boat it. What am yeah, I going to so sail it off? Motor boat it, mate. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> use your favourite rub. Um, you know, yeah, most blacks nowadays in your situation got a few rubs in the cupboard. Yeah, you know, yep. that's become an industry in itself. Yeah. Um, you know, um, trim your trim your cheek, trim all the silver off of it. Yeah. That's all your silver shiny. Membrane sort of best way to explain it. Trim all that off. Give it a nice rub all over with it. Pop it in your smoker. Probably two or three hours. Yep. And um, once it's sort of formed a bit of a bark, aluminium tray, plonk it in. I like to do it with a, a can of stout, like a, a really nice oh, like stout. Guinness. Uh, a Guinness. Um, I did it with an eggnog stout the other week. Oh. Um, you can use red wine. You can use Coke. You can use cherry cola. You can, oh, wow. Whatever you like. Um Pour it in the you know, sort of inch thick, or inch deep, sorry. Yep. So it's sort of half floating in it. Seal it up nice and tight with aluminium foil. 
pop it back in the smoker and give it another four or five hours. Oh, wow. Until it probes tender. Yep. Um, you, you really need to cook to feel. Yeah. Temperature is not as important as everyone sort of probably thinks it is. So if the probe goes in easy. It's like, they say, you know. It's like butter. They're ten bit probes like butter, it's ready. Yeah, nice. And then a rest. Yeah. It's really important as well. How but long would you suggest resting your meats for? Because, you know. Personally, I like to leave them. I like things for an hour or so, at mm-hmm. least if I'm, you know, I've got people coming over for a feed. Yep. Everything's done and dusted before they get there. So that's, an, yep. that's rested an hour after cooking. In an esky, after mate. After cooking. Yeah, yeah so okay. wrapped up yeah. in an esky. Oh. Yeah. Um, wrapped in foil, wrapped in a towel, put in an esky, and then I fill the rest of the esky with towels. Yeah, right. So that there's no airspace in there. Shut it down, forget about it. Wow. And you've got hours and hours for that. You um, said you drove to yeah. 1770 so did, with, was it 1770? I, I finished it. I finished it, Fat Boys. Um, I was going fishing with the boys for, for a fortnight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said to them, I'll do a brisket. So I did a brisket at work. Uh, Luke was kind enough to let me cook a brisket for the, for the, for the trip. And um, I, I pre-warmed my esky boat. So I put a few yeah. bottles of hot water in it over mm-hmm. the night, overnight while I was cooking. Yeah. And sort of got that esky up, up to temperature, I suppose. Then once I wrapped it, put it in the esky, shut it down. I did six hours driving. Wow. By the time I got up to Turkey Beach, actually, just past... Um, 1770. Yeah. Unpacked everything, a couple of beers, said, right, that boy's ready for a feed, opened it up, <laughs> and it was still steaming hot. Oh, uh, wow. But quite possibly one of the bris- best briskets I've ever done. And that long rest yep. is crucial. I, I think I've Ideal. learned yeah. more in the last 15 minutes than I have. Like things like that. So you're actually like using an esky for the opposite of what people think they'd use an esky yeah, for. Right? Yeah, 100%. Right. So just yep. using the thermal property of that to keep something hot. Yeah, so it's a re- most people go the other yep. way and go, I yep. want to keep stuff Absolutely. Cold. Yep. Wow. I did my stuff in an esky on that night when I was running late, yep. and I did it for a half an hour just because I had it all and whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, I can't wait to actually cook something and rest it properly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Try and steer away from the brisket, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> is there, is there any hard and fast things? rules? Like yeah, you yeah, just... yeah. Have you done some reverse searing yet? Try. No, I haven't. But I can on this thing because you can ramp it right up. Well, you've got the other perfect tool there for it as well your pizza oven pizza oven yeah 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 throw yeah. it in at a hot temperature sear it oh, so what's reverse searing for the so, players at home so okay so um say I've let's, got use, a tomahawk let's use steak. a tomahawk for that's, yeah. that's everyone's Beautiful, favorite mate. reverse lovely reverse seared steak so i'll take it out of the fridge an hour or so before i'm ready to start yeah bring it up to as close to room temperature as you can get then i'll put it in let's use a weber for an example mm-hmm. most people have got a charcoal weber or kettle um Set your charcoal or your, or your heat beads, whatever you're using, to one side. Um, and then on the other side, pop your steak in, put the lid on. You want to bring it up to, oh, like 100, and, this is going to sound really um, technical, but 114 degrees Fahrenheit is right. where I take my steaks to. Yep. So that once I've finished charring them, they're how I like them, which is blue. Yep. Just just off blue. Yep. Yeah, so clip its horns and wipe its ass. Yep, and put it on a plate. <laughs> so yeah, so that so that in the weather, yeah, um, a nice slow, bring it up to temperature. Could take forty minutes. Could take an hour and a half. Um, this is where your temperature probe comes in handy. Yeah, because it's going to look like it's overdone, but it won't be. Yeah, it's right. A great big. It's a sometimes a so kilo. That, yeah, that's right. Steak. Exactly. Exactly. Just naive question again. So if you're putting a temperature probe into meat, my assumption would be. That meat is heating from the outside in, right? So it's colder inside than it is on the out. It is. So, but how does isn't that probe measuring temperature 
at the end of the probe or through along the probe? Yeah, but you're that? pushing it into the centre of the metal. So the halfway, right, so which is where you want that temperature okay. from. Right. Yeah. And the yep. assumption is, is when that temperature meets a certain range... When that's... you get to the point that you want to bring it to, yep. then you'll take it out. Okay. Then you'll get a roaring fire going. Yeah. Yep. You know, just throw a heap more charcoal on, leave the lid off, let it get going. Yep. And once it's red hot... Right on top. So what are you How doing then? You're for? sort of basically just I'm about to like a minute, minute and a half. Each on side a big or one just... kilo tomahawk. Just leave it there, and it is roaring. And leave it's it in over. the fire. It's on the. It's it's half an inch off the charcoal on the grill. Right. Um, so that's to make it nice and tender throughout. But you're sort of like doing like a what like we're doing crispy... then is making we, we're creating a crust or a char right, on the okay. outside. So you're getting the, uh, the flavour. Mm, yeah, okay. you know, you've got the tenderness inside now because the meat's. The um, it's broken down inside and it's and it's tender to the temperature that you require. Yeah. Right, and you know we're searing it. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. Right, okay. locking everything in. Yeah. Mm. So if you start at one Sounds heat, good. like a novice, like I would just go and you know on an open flame or something, you chuck it on there. You're sort of burning the outside, but you're not. Yeah, you know, you're probably going to cook the meat right through in that sort of. Instance. Yeah, or you're going to cook it too much on the outside before you get the inside to the temperature yeah, that's okay. required. So by doing yep. it reverse searing, which is obviously cooking. Look, Bringing it up slowly to temperature first, yeah. and then charring it afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So I do the opposite way when I do a tomahawk because I do tomahawks in the pizza oven. Yep. I'll literally cook them on the Weber flat out, for, like you said, just yep. seal it up, and then into the pizza oven for about twenty twenty five minutes. And, and that's there's nothing wrong. whatever works. Whatever works. Yeah. Whatever oh, works. Yeah. Yeah. But it, the um, flavor is amazing. <laughs> yeah. But it, does some salad. of that flavor come oh. out from like you mentioned rubs before, yep. or if you're cooking Salt, things in juices? Yeah. Salt and pepper is beautiful on a steak. Yeah. So that stuff really just really penetrates into the meat, like especially if it's a big, it's a what big creates meat as the well. bark, mm. yeah, like the okay. crisp on the outside, right? But it also gives flavour as well. Yeah, mm. right. Yeah. That's right. So. And your tongue—that's the first thing that touches your tongue, right? Pretty yeah. much. So yeah, I'm guessing that's, that's the, the intent of the meat this, when you cook, when you eat it as well. I guess you don't want to be cutting and, off the centre and eating that separate. And the I outside. probably eat way too much salt. Yeah, when yeah. I eat the steak, every <laughs> single slice gets a crack on top. Oh, really? You love a bit of salt on the steak? Well. It enhances the flavour. It does. Salt's definitely. a flavour enhancer. Yeah. You know, natural one, so to speak. And with the, yeah. with the fat of the meat. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Totally. totally. So is, 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 is slow cooking meats, like if you go to, um, you know, obviously other different meats, they talk about the marbling scores and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Does that apply to, to slow cook as well? Yeah. So um, once again, Luke uses all Wagyu briskets mm-hmm. at Bad Boys. Yeah. yeah, right. With like a yeah. five or a six marbling I score? Four to five or five to six. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So does that, does that beautiful. fat... Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And it... from a butcher's perspective, when I'm trimming those briskets for cook, they are... Te- you can just feel it when you're cutting them, when you're trimming them and whatnot. You can just feel it as a good quality piece of meat. And that makes a big difference. Yeah. You know. Totally. So, so when you cut through it, are you seeing like... When you say marbling, is that like you see like... You can see like it. White fat you'll lines see, you'll through see the meat. Yeah, that's right. So yep. when you cook that, does that, does that like... Burn off or come out and when you cook fat. a lot it of things down. Renders so down. that fat will, will melt down mm. right until it comes out of the meat. Yeah, yeah. okay. So when yeah. you if you put it in like one of those baking trays at the end, you've got all of the you'll juices have, yeah, and that, that's all of that marbling or rendered out. fat at the end. Yeah, yeah that's right. right. And that's a bit that's tough if you don't cook it right. Yeah, is that correct, Strandy? The Do fat, it. like chewing the fat on the outside of a steak. Yeah. So when you when you when you're trimming a brisket, I mean, it seems to be the example that we keep using. Yeah. Um, there's <laughs> a lot them. of hard fat <laughs> yeah. and soft fat. Right. So you, and you, once again, you'll feel it. If it's hard to push into and it, but leaves, you know, it leaves a bit of an indent or whatever, that's got to come off. That won't render down. Right. Um, that's a bit like the, the fat on a rump. 
Yeah, like right. On the outside of your rump. It's going to be like that. It's always going to stay there. Yep. Whereas you get this soft, soft fat. And if it's been on the bench for five or ten minutes, it starts becoming quite malleable and soft, and, and it's, it feels like you'd almost wipe it off. Yep. Yeah. That's the fat you want. That's the fat you want. Yep. What about a rump cap? Have you done a slow oh, cook rump cap? No. Oh, yes. Good. <laughs> One of my favourites. And just lately, I've been flogging them to death. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Right. Do you trim the big layer of fat no. off or you leave that on? The right? more, the better. The more, the better. Yeah, and how long and I'm, you... I'm doing yeah. those over a charcoal rotisserie. Oh, yeah, yeah we right. We should have done. Yeah. Normally, when we talk about stuff in the shed, we have a sample. Like, I'm just actually you know craving what? I something. I racked my now. brains. I went through my cupboard <laughs> to try and find something that I could bring, like yeah. a new rub or a this or a that. And say, yeah. yeah, boys, try this. Try this. But look, we'll, we'll catch up. On yeah, yeah, for sure. And, for sure. Um, we could have done a podcast over there. And, uh, a 12 hour podcast. Your... <laughs> it, hey, we could do a, um, a time lapse picanha. Mm. That'd be good. Um, At your place. Cool. Yep, mine, yours, whichever you want. <laughs> He's got here. Have Mike will travel. So, yeah. and you were saying before that you were doing cooking classes, or yeah, you're so, sort well, of you're I doing. Assi- I'm, I was assisting with the cooking classes. So, Luke and, and Mel, um, dark side of the grill, run the cooking class for the punters that you know mm-hmm. paid to come along and learn preparation, cooking, and yeah, everything that goes with it. And um, I sort Beer of drinking. help out in the back. <laughs> Is, is that limited? Like, I mean, because you talk about some of yeah. these cook times are 14, 16 yeah, hours. So, like, so how do you do that in a class? Yep. Is so it more about just the prep and like you see on the magic of the TV? Class started at, the class <laughs> yes. started at 9 o'clock the other morning. Blake and I started at 3, I think, and Luke was there just after 3 as 3 well. 3 a.m.? rolled in just after 3. So we were yep. – we get it to a stage that we can show you it's cooked and then we use another – Yep piece to show yeah. you how to prepare it yeah, yeah right. and how it goes on to cook so yeah so yep. you've got, sort of got to split it up i was gonna say TV, otherwise that's like yeah, a tv that's a one yeah, we prepared yeah. last night yep. yeah but, you yeah, know exactly. like your picanhas they can be cooking while um because they're all over live fire that's the the latest catchphrase lately is, live um, fire live fire right um and it's pretty cool mm. yeah and luke's got some fantastic contraptions out there for cooking on live fire oh, right. a big multi-level skewered racks oh. and things and Oh, wow. Bird cages and oh yeah, it's cool. <coughs> really? And, uh, yeah. Is that I all? I don't out? eat pineapple, but I'll eat the um, the what is it? Fireball whiskey pineapples. Oh, next. Level. Hold on a minute. Go back. Fireball whiskey. I love fireball whiskey. Pineapple. So what are you doing with that? Tell me a prep soak and a it, cook. Soak it in. Oh, your skin, your pineapple. Yeah. Soak it in fireball overnight. Hang it up over your charcoal for a couple of hours. Yeah, and it gets dusted with a thing. You were using cinnamon and sugar or something like that. It, it's just, it turns into a, it turns into a lolly, mate. <laughs> and I don't eat pineapple, only on pizzas. Wow, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep, so um, if you want to have a look on their Instagram, either on um, Fat Boys or Dark Side of the Grill, right? they'll have a couple of how-tos or whatnot. And uh, yeah. Wow. You'll see how it's done. Yum. Watch the masters do it. Are, the, are all the low and slow guys big blokes? <laughs> Are you taking the piss? No. Well, well I'm becoming a big bloke because See, I'm mate, using this low and slow, right? You went so, there. No, no, no. But you know what I mean? Like, is it guys that really just enjoy their food and don't give a fuck? Well, I don't know if it's I don't, know if it's, I don't give a fuck, but I do like my tucker. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot I'm, I wasn't just saying you in no, general. No, 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 no. We're all the same. But, but yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah as a collective. Yeah, it's almost like a 100 kg club, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I know. It just tipped in there, I think. I've got one and a half memberships. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah it's, look, it's mm. there's some skinny guys out there. Yeah, but is yeah. it good food? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, oh, look, it's um, it does seem to be a bit of a trend, doesn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. Big boys and barbecue. Well, yeah, and you know, another good thing to do is like sausage. How good yes. is a sausage, man? Up I mean, just on the... a sausage in the Weber. Oh, just so good. Just the flavour that you get off of it. Cooking with charcoal, offset. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's so, nice. So, but sourcing that. So, like you talk about a sausage, right? I mean. I've had some pretty ordinary sausages in my time. Like, where's mm. the best place to go and get? Because you're obviously talking. I mean, Do you I'm, want to I'm assuming that shops to go and get snacks. No, yeah, no, no, I'm just sort of like yeah. saying. Would you, yeah, yeah, you'd, yeah. Rec- you'd recommend to be going to Adams Continental Small Goods. Oh, just down here at Waco. Yep, Waco. Really, his Italian pork sausages. Really, hands down, the best pork sausage I've ever had. Throw them in the smoker. Or over you can do them however you want. Do whatever you, you want. can't fuck them up. Really, <laughs> <laughs> you can boil them and then put them in a fry pan. No, honestly, I've. They yeah. are fantastic. All really? of the tucker down there. But you were just saying before was that you were you're doing certain things when you know, in your when you're a butcher, certain things would just be used in the sausage. So is there an assumption? I mean i I believe, you know, there's a lips and arseholes. Lipsticks and arseholes. Yeah, exactly, right? It's it's just all of this other shit that's diced up in there. But you're like so nowadays something like you're talking about pork sausage is becoming, a quality. They're a premium gourmet. product. Yeah, it's right. Gourmet. They're, okay. they're they're charging between fifteen and twenty something dollars a kilo. Mm. There's no mm. shit in that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, that's you a good snag. You remember so the days, good, remember the days way, when your mum would buy that 12-pack of, of orangey-looking sausages yeah, and you cook from them. Coles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're $1.99 a kilo, right? Yeah. And you put yeah. them in the frying pan and there's more fat than anything yeah. else. Yeah. Not with these snacks. Get a kilo But you can fat. still buy that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But, yeah. So price point's probably a good indicator, right? If you're paying a high end, you know that there's probably if some If you're paying good, 15 16 $17 a kilo for a snag, it's going to be good. Yeah. it should be good. We've got a good butcher in Springfield here, Mo. Oh, these guys are right. Yeah, Moe's. Yeah. I've bought some stuff out of the car. I've bought you a few bits and pieces from you. You can't get bacon from there. I tried. No. no. <laughs> Where's your pork snags, mate? <laughs> Where's it doesn't Mose? sell pork snags. But so anyway, um, Moe's yeah. just there at the IGA, near Terry at the IGA. Oh, okay. And that's, yeah. his, that's his prerogative. If he doesn't want to sell yeah, bacon, he doesn't have to. But everything's better with bacon, and we all yeah. know that. Yeah, I think he's. I think that's his religion that doesn't let him Could sell be. bacon. Could be what it but, is. But that's okay. You get your but, meat there and go to the IGA for your bacon. Yeah, but he's sausages. Do yourself a favour and go to Adam's for your bacon. Yeah, right. Yeah, go down. Yeah, his snags are good. He does a um, Worcestershire and cracked pepper. Yep. Which is really cool. Yep. Um, I bought a fair bit of Wagyu through him. Wagyu yeah. rib fillets or Wagyu rumps. All right. Through Moe's. Along at home. Yeah. Where is yeah. that? Moe's like, at the lakes next to the IGA. Yeah, that's the what we're burger. talking about. But the second one, you, you just oh, mentioned. Adams. Oh, Adams. Adams is over oh. at Chimera. Mate. Right, okay. Yeah, Down on Addison Road? Is it Addison Road? What's the road that loops around the back of Camira? Yeah, you oh, know. There's towards... a remote control car track yeah, there. Yeah, it used yeah, to be yeah. a skate park. And... Yeah. yeah so that's next to the there. train line in the industrial sort of area there. Yeah, that's right. The back yeah. of the train line yep. is yeah. to the yeah. left of it. Yeah, or gotcha. just behind it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mate, mine still works there. I've worked there. You worked there? Yeah, I worked there for a while. So it's a shameless place. That's open to the public, right? 100%. they got a lot of German stuff in there too. Christina loves it. They do this thing called Strop. Apple Strop. Have you heard of that? It's a German like thing you put on toast, mate. It lasts in our house oh, about three it's a, minutes. It's a mini supermarket, mate. It, it is. is just fantastic. And it's all I mean, like I'm European. giving them a shameless plug because they do a red yeah, hot yeah. job there. Absolutely. A red hot job. Absolutely. I've been there their a couple of times. Their mustards and their sauerkrauts. And like, it's all the stuff oh, yeah. that you can't get in Woolies or Coles. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know? And you pay a premium for it. But yeah. I'll tell you what, you certainly don't mind. No, that's right. But I've driven past that place a thousand times. Oh, like, do I, you yeah. still favour and stop in just yeah. on the weekends? It just is, stop. It is the like Mortadella's good. Right. It is, it's 20 deep. I was down Johnson Road twice on the weekend picking up some topsoil. I drove past it twice and never been It'll be packed. I love Mortadella. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind what it yeah, is. Yeah, I like that. A bit of cheese and a bit of bread. This oh. reminds me of school lunches. Yeah, I know, but it's cheap. It's good. It's nice, or in my opinion. You know where I did go um, a couple of years ago, Victorian Markets in Melbourne? Have you ever been yes. there? 
Yes. That is yeah, that's next level. Oh, you've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Adelaide's got, surprisingly enough, central markets in Adelaide are very similar. Yeah, right. And it's just a feast. Like, you know, like, I love Victoria Markets whenever you're down there because you just, just go get bread, walk go in get and salami. you've got, oh. yeah, the deli section and then the We're fresh missing that in Brisbane. Yeah. I don't know. Do we have, is, is the Brisbane markets at Rock no. Lee nothing no. like that? No, no. Nothing. Probably like closest that. you've got to that with James Street, I suppose, in the valleys. A little oh, bit of a sort get, of a. Oh, bit of a fair way to travel, isn't it? Bit, yeah, it's a long yeah, way for us to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying but, to think where else you can. I'll tell you what, he's doing a reasonably good job is at Yamanto Central. There's a butcher and a fruit shop sort of deli out there. Mm-hmm. They're pretty cool. Oh, is that um, Co- is that Coco's? No, no, no. I don't think so. Harvest Markets. Well, Harvest used to be out there. Yeah, no, Marcus no, no. Come back there. into the new shopping centre. Oh, oh like that the, one. the new one. The new one. There's a butcher oh. and a fruit shop in there, and the de- and sort of the fruit shop's got a fair bit of interesting stuff. And the butcher's doing a really good job. Yeah, um, right. Dry age, dry age stuff is pretty cool. Yeah, that's a bit more gamey, right? I wouldn't say gamey. No, but um, like the taste is different. Nutty, I suppose. Yeah, is blue it's a different cheese? taste. <laughs> it's, yeah. 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 If you're not into that thing, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, yeah. I, like, I didn't mind it. I went to another good steakhouse in, speaking of steak. Yeah. Uh, steakhouse, bakehouse in Ipswich. It's pretty cool. <sighs> it's pretty cool, man. Pretty the trouble good. I find is I can do a good enough job at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I struggle. Yeah, I know. Don't get me wrong. I like going... Um, it's nice to go for a meal. We went out with um, another mate of ours, Tim. Tim and Case. Tim and Case. Yeah. Um, last week, and we went to another barbecue restaurant, and uh, just to see what it was like. Yeah. And uh, so we, I do go to barbecue restaurants, yep. and I like actually enjoy going there and seeing how other people are doing things. And yeah, they did a really cool cocktail called Elvis Juice. Oh. So it was whiskey, some berry liqueur, peanut butter, and candied bacon. Oh. oh. It was oh. about. It was a tiny little martini glass. <laughs> and it was... I can't remember how much it was. Who oh, cares? Yeah, yeah, whatever. And um, it was the most amazing. All four of us were into this thing. I got it for myself and I'm like, just try this. And everyone's like, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Get another one. <laughs> so good. Who would have thought candied bacon in a cocktail? Candied but yeah, bacon? So good. And Elvis, Elvis juice. Wow. Yeah, what, where cool. was that, Strandy? Where was, was that, that one? That was um, in Bowen Hills. A oh place yeah, called the Claw Barbecue Shack. Oh, mm. there's a few popping up now. Hey, there is around Brizzy. Like you said, it's it's a, like a phenomenon now where everyone's jumping on board there's, and doing long. Yeah, I tried slow the wing and... challenge and failed miserably. Oh, what <laughs> was the wing challenge? Um, chili, hot chili. Oh, yeah. Like I got two and a half wings into twelve wings and just rolled over. Now oh, I can eat some hot stuff. Really? Um, yeah. We make our own chili relish at home. Yeah, and it's hot, ridiculously hot, and I eat. 13 Angry Scorpions sauces and the like. Like, they, I really like my hot stuff. Yeah. This thing rolled me over. <laughs> it was, it was, I'm going to say it was atrocious. Oh, to eat like, it just, you could, I couldn't eat it. Yeah. It was that hot. I'm like, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, not ragging them. Hey, no, there's, no, no, there's no, been no, people no. that have done it. Um, wow. People have done the challenge and, you, and apparently, you know, seven wings in, every, every wing after seven, you get a beer. So I was like, <laughs> I, was, I was beelining for five free beers. <laughs> and is it a time challenge? or yeah, 20 is 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, you're not going to drink seven beers in 20 minutes. Well, it depends you if you're You don't fire. drink beer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny how many places, I mean, we've got, what's the other the place at um, down Old Logan Road down at the end? Is it uh, Boss Hogs? Oh, yeah. I went there the other night. Yeah, there's a Boss, mm. Boss Hogs is one of Yeah, the that's a good little steakhouse. Yeah, they did a kilo rump there for a while. They did, yes. It was yeah. a challenge. And all you can eat 
um, ribs and wings. Yes, or you can eat ribs and wings. That's a nice night too. They do a good little job there. Hey, like yeah. it's a, just a little tucked away restaurant, yeah. and it's, it's good, a, good again, wholesome it's food. It's in an industrial estate. Mm-hmm. If you keep driving past vines. that place, yeah, you'll end up Adams. Adams. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> gotcha. go, to, go to Adams. Go to Boss Hogs. Come home. You'll be right. Get collecting. Yeah. <laughs> just things like I've entered the um, went to the Big Bash the other night, the first game at the Gabba, and walking. Towards the Gabba, there's a I think Frankie's it's a place called Smoked or Frankie's. Something. Oh, there's Frankie's Smokehouse, which is where the near where the Chalk Hotel used to be. Oh yeah, yeah this one's near the highway. Like I think when you, if you're yeah, walking up be the from one. the Mara, the highway crosses and it's there on the yeah Chalk before the Royal Shops right. down yeah. to the Gabba yeah. and yeah Frankie's yeah big smoker stuff and outdoor places yep. like you're just yeah really seeing a lot of this stuff mm. take off. Like, Strandy, quick question: How many kilos of meat would you cook a night at Fat Boys on a weekend? Oh, oh, jeez. I know that's I know that's off the cuff, but I've always wondered because I've seen the smoker out there. It's like a it's a monster. It's, it's like a bloody tanker that you've just reversed in on a truck. <coughs> yeah, isn't it? Sees new one. Oh, really? Yeah. So he can st- stand in it. Oh, <laughs> in the cooking chamber. Wow. Yeah. So can you break that down for me? Like, in, so if you're talking like we're talking like a, a <laughs> the cylinder. One that, the one that I cook in on yeah. with at at Fat Boys now is the length of Blends Bar. Right, yeah. so it's about six, six and a half. Six and a half metres. I think it's about six metres, yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. And, and round-wise... So like it's, a cylinder. So we're thinking like a, like a, a fuel, fuel tanker? I can't remember. There, there is a number of... I think there's a number of briskets that, that I will take. Um, yeah. And I would be... You'd be just... Having a wild stab, but... Yeah. I'm going out to give Blake a hand um, next week. Mm-hmm. And I believe there's... We've got to do 60. And it'll, 60 I think it'll briskets? take us two cooks. Wow. Yeah. Is that just for a weekend at Fat Boys? Um... The boys are catering for Christmas, right? So they've other Christmas orders and the like. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty popular. Get your but on a, on a week, yeah, get your yeah. How the hell do you rest that animate? Um, in industrial Cambros, so right, industrial eskies basically. Yeah. Right. So what do you reckon kilo wise for a weekend? Two, three, four, five hundred um, kilos of meat. Just trying to think, ten. <laughs> He's adding up. It's huge. Yeah. Well, yeah, a couple, some, hundred, couple hundred yeah. kilos of brisket, I suppose, and wow, probably pulled porks. Yeah, probably hundred or so. But it, be, it's hundreds of kilos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's amazing. You, you we need to go inside? there for lunch. Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah tomorrow. Can you take, me, can you take me inside the dinner. cooker? Like, are you, you're talking like if we were trying to describe it. Or you is can like sit a, beside it and have a beer. Yeah, you can, is, is it open? Is it sealed? Is it? Yeah, it's awesome. Is it like I'm just trying to think? Is it cylindrical? Yes. Right. So what do you have? Like fire on a base in on the side box at the end. Right. Offset. It's an offset. It's an offset. Ah, okay, this is what I'm just trying to understand yeah, how, so how the, the process is done. So the fire box is at the end and the fire is contained in that, that box at the end and then that funnels into the bottom of the smoker. Right. And the heat travels through the smoker and then up through the chimney. Oh, okay. So basically heat at one end, just you're controlling yep. the heat yep. in the in the cooking chamber and yep. then exhausting. With the size of your fire and your placement of that fire in the fire box, whether it's forward, backwards. Yeah. Or oh, wow. Pushing it backwards and okay. forwards. And, right. So here I was. The size just... of the logs, the, 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 yeah, there's, yeah. I was thinking like your weathers, you know, like but you're just doing it on a big scale, like you have a big no, big heat yeah, source so on no, the bottom with a tray with your meat on that and then no. the heat's rising through that, but you're actually Yeah, okay. You're yeah. pushing the smoke through There's and the, many and the heat through variations okay. of these smokers, so that's the general principle. Yeah, right. There's a firebox and then a cooking chamber. And whether it's a reverse flow or a or a standard flow or the like. So yeah. Yeah, so my brother's got one at his place and it's it's like That's a pallet. Vertical? Vertical? Pallet. Yeah. So what's that? That's heat in the bottom. And then controlling the heat rising through, or yeah, we've not had a great deal to do with with those. There's another version of them. They call it an ugly drum. It's basically a 
44 or the like. Okay. Uh, and I've not had much chance to play around with those two. I'd like to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a that's another. And way I've of seen other ones well. too that have like a cylinder on the side full of pellets or something. Yeah, that'd mine. be similar to Glenn's. Mine's, Mine's got charcoal gravity, on the side. I went to feed. buy a pellet. I went to buy a pellet one because a friend of ours, Glenn Piper, does a bit of low and slow, and he's like, if you're yeah. going to buy anything, go and buy a pellet one. Right? I wasn't. I didn't ask you. Don't know why. But that's anyway, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you would have only got my opinion. Yeah. And then I go into Bunnings and I'm like, oh, that looks nice. It's Ooh. nice and blue and shiny. Got a home coal. <laughs> like uh, charcoal. charcoal charcoal so then your charcoal becomes really important too yeah right what yeah. you use yeah yeah do i need to pre- okay i might be killing everyone here but do i need to pre-fire that like because uh, you know your beads do you know how you have the starters is that to burn all the shit off the outside because that's a little bit carcinogenic i don't know if it's carcinogenic i mean but it's not good the bead smoke comes off it's carcinogenic isn't it Oh, yeah, well, that's true. But the bead itself, I can just throw, like... Well, no, you don't need to... That, so there's a method called the snake method with heat beads, right? So you've got to, once again, back to the Weber, round Weber, and you stack all these heat beads around in a snake. Ah. And you light one end. Ah. And then it burns its way around. around. And lights itself all the way around. And a constant heat and of it, the and same and amount and of and heat. And that way you've got a long heat, heat fuel or uh-huh. fuel with... A, 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 you know, containing the temperature and without lighting it all at once. Oh, well, there's the minion method where you just pile it all up and you yeah. light one in the middle and it, <laughs> and it slowly, you know. Oh, yeah. You're not, you're um, not, because mine burns from the bottom. Yeah. It, the fire is at the bottom and then the, the charcoal gets stacked in the top. Yep. And then it just slowly drops down as it needs it and the fan pushes the air in, talks yeah, to the okay. computer. Yep. Fan fires up and pushes the air over and keeps yep. that chamber yeah, and your at a certain heat. just constantly sits there ticking along until you need, until you need the heat. Yep. Yeah, and then if you need to really crank it up, just pushes air into it. Charcoal goes, I'm alive. Yep. Heaps of heat goes in. Yep. Yeah. So if someone was going to start out, I mean, let's say me, right? I've, yep. Where would I start? Like, would you just marketplace butcher? Yeah, just go and look at. I was going to say, would you come along to something like and Fat Boys and, and have a chat to people out there and learn a bit you about can do, or it? You could just grab yourself a Weber off marketplace for fifty bucks. Go down to Bunnings, buy a bag of charcoal and have some a crack. fire lighters, and get stuck into it. What you YouTube, mate? Yeah, yes. but I was going to say the um, different. The difference sounds like in the Weber instance. There, you're talking about this is. Once again, I'm, I'm pretty naive to it, right? But that's a heat source in the bottom, and then you're cooking on top. But because yep. it's encased in, you're, you're still yep. doing you're temperature still control. Yeah, there's an right? airflow as well. So there's vents in the bottom. Yeah, right. There's a vent in the top. I, okay. I, I cook vents wide open, everything wide open. I control my fire with the amount of charcoal. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't, I don't like dirty smoke in the right. So I just have it running clean, sort of thing. And you control your fire with, I control my fire How with much the fuel amount of in fuel I've got. Okay. And oh, where wow. it's positioned in the Weber as well as in relation to where the meat is. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So, so other people, you can you can just, use the vents. You can close you can, vents can, off to yeah, control. If, need, if, you're, if it's getting out of control and you're, and you're worried, you, know, you can close Pull the bottom off to halfway and close yeah. your vents at the bottom to halfway, I suppose, and try it's, and chuck it down a bit. I haven't done a Weber yet. I should go and buy one. It, come and get one from my place. I've got four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I almost stole one out I've of Fat Boys some, the other day. They've got some nice ones there at the front of the shop. Yeah, I've got... Uh, yeah, they're... <laughs> There are the the something or other anniversaries. Are they those the, the coloured ones? There's signs on them saying "Do not touch." The back of the ram. Nice. Yeah, there was there was one of those came off the marketplace the other day, unused, new in box. The um, creamy coloured. Yeah, I might want seven hundred bucks for it. That's all right. Ooh. It's yeah. cheaper than a cheaper than a race car. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do something when I couldn't fit in a go-kart anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I was thinking about that the other day. Because I've been thinking about buying a compact speed car again. And I was like, 
fuck, I don't reckon I'd get a set of belts on. I used to struggle when I was 85 kilos to get the belts to fit. I jumped in that thing this afternoon to drive here. Yeah. And went, oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that seat's a bit snug. Uh, oh, dude, what do you do, eh? It's one of those sideways and enjoy it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> just put another brisket on. Back yeah, put another brisket and watch, 20 beers yeah, on. Watch but someone yeah, else do it. it. Yeah, if anyone wants to give it a go, just, just go mm. and buy a cheap weather yeah. off, off marketplace. And, give yeah. it a go. and have but a crack. Yeah. Well, can I just ask, where would you start though? Is there, is there like, you know, when you, have you ever looked wings. at someone who bakes? Wings. Wings, wings are easy? Or yep. a sausage. Wings. What's and, a small um, meat, like a small amount of meat to cook? Wings, yeah. sausage. Um, yeah. What sort of temperature though? If, if, if someone's smash burgers. You said rissoles is where you started. Yeah, rissoles. Just roll up a heap of mince and Go. get a seasoning and oh. put them on. But what sort of temperature? Like if, you, if you're oh. talking about a Weber, <laughs> what, what are you aiming for? Because you obviously oh, don't no, want to think at 3,000 degrees. My Weber, if, it, I don't have a temperature gauge on it. Right. I just sort of... Yeah, you work it feel, out. I suppose. Okay. Um, yeah. Whereas so my they're, offset, they're smoke, my, on my big offset set smoke has got a temperature gauge on it, and I yeah. use that. Yeah. Um, it's a. I've got what's it a big hark, propit. It's it's not big by any standards. Big for me. Yeah. Um, is it your place, your personal yeah. house? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, and it's a whole different. Like it's way easier to cook at the restaurant than it is at home for me. That smoker out there is just. Is it amazing? Did he design that? Or, I think he had a fair bit to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so they're all by, built by uh, Boss Hogs Smokers. Okay. Um, I think they're at Walloon. Oh, right. Or Walloon or somewhere out there anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. But surely like, temperature has a, a significant massive. impact. Like, so if you're cooking something yeah, over 14 hours, right, you don't yeah. want the thing to be a furnace. No, you don't want to be too cold, right? I probably aim, like, to use my offset as an example for that because I do maintain temperatures yeah. with that. I'm probably looking for around between 250 and 275. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Yeah, so what's a... Um, oh, that would be about 130. 205 is 96. Okay. So what, I suppose they're looking for... 110 degrees. 110 degrees or something like that. Yeah, Jason's um, on the Google. I'm just yeah, just trying to yep. do a, a conversion on that. Yeah, yeah. so 205 Fahrenheit is about 96 centigrade. I know that because that's the temperature that um, most people aim for for yep. their brisket. Yep. Yeah, so an internal temperature. I know um, in the race car we went... since now learnt... To probe properly, and you know, I've learnt so much from working at Fab. Like, yeah, I thought definitely. I it and got out there and just went, right, really, yeah. yeah. And do you reckon those classes teach you a lot as well? Oh, what 100%. you're doing, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was really cool. Like I, I did the reverse steering part of the class. I was pretty chuffed. I was, I was, I felt fairly, I suppose, honoured a little bit that I got asked to do that. Yeah, um, I was a bit. Oh, a bit oh you were the boss of the, you were the you were the teacher. I, did the, I, I stood in front of the boys and showed them how to trim a really nice rib fillet nice um, and we had some that we were reverse searing we had them in the big green egg um coming up to temperature right and then yeah i showed, I showed them those and showed the trim and and we spoke about meat and quality and this and that and everything else and then obviously we sliced one and then we oh. cooked them and the boys got to eat everything that we cooked oh. um, what's it cost oh, do you do you know i think it was about 150 bucks or that's something. a good Maybe that's a good something. um Christmas present, Father's Day present, oh, mate, birthday yeah, present. Um, and there were boys in the class that I recognised from the previous class. Oh, so, know, they so they're back. obviously getting something out of it. Absolutely. Um, and and then it's, going just home. A, it's just a good morning. Yeah. A couple yeah. of beers. A couple of hours? Yeah. 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 I think it goes 9 till 12 or 9 oh, till 1. Oh, that's good. And then like have that. lunch. Or yeah, you eat, like, yeah, yeah. So everything that we've cooked ends up on the plate. On a big spread. And, yeah, so... 
That's keep awesome. your um, keep your eye on his Facebook because they come up, mm. and they book out pretty quick. So yeah, so 90, 96 degrees Celsius. No, ninety six is two hundred two hundred five. So if you yeah. go yeah. two 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 fifty two seventy five, it's probably where people are aiming to be cooking at. So two fifty Fahrenheit is one hundred and twenty one Celsius. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yep. So you're not at one eighty like cooking no. kitchen no. oven. It's lower no. temps, lower, lower temps, longer. Yep. Okay, yep. got it. So Can what, you do it in your oven? Yeah, so the, um, yep. I was just about to elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah, what just smoke detectors go off? The first ever pulled pork that I did by mistake without even trying to do it. Um, when I was butchering, we used to bring home a whole shoulder of pork, bone in, skin on, yep. and we'd turn the oven up to like as hot as it would go and yep. leave it on for an hour. So it was like ridiculously hot. This pork shoulder would go in yep. half an hour and get a crackle on it yep. and then turn it down to 120. Yep. Now, I had no idea about low and slow temperatures. Yeah, one twenty, and we'd leave it for five hours. Oh wow! And you'd just come back later. Once it sat on the bench with a couple of tea towels over it for a while, just let it cool down, and you'd just pull the bones out, and oh. then it would just it would just fall apart in the tray. Yum! And with everyone crackle. would, and we just put it on the table at a barbecue, and everyone would just hook into it, and there was crackle. Yeah. So you know that was my first Yum. experience or fo- you know, sort of doing a pulled pork without actually meaning to do it or knowing what I was doing. So you can um, do it in your conventional yeah. oven. Yeah, yeah. Cook brisket in the oven if you want. Could you put pellets in there to um, get that smoke I probably in wouldn't. your oven? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is, so is, this is, is the this difference. Coming so back to your pellets. Slow, um, sorry, I was just going to say, is there's a difference between slow cooking and smoking? Yeah. Well, with with smoke, you're introducing the smoke, the flavour of the yeah, smoke yeah, into right. the meat. So when yeah, you slice yeah. a, a brisket or you slice something that's been in the smoker, there'll be a ring, yeah. of colour around the outside of the meat. It's or normally the slice, red, and that's yeah, red. That's your smoke ring. That's mm. the penetration that the smoke's at. And yeah, okay. this is why you can wrap things during your cook because the smoke can only penetrate so far and for so long. And then mm-hmm. the end, after a certain amount of time, it's not going to take any more flavour on. Yeah. You know, it's created a bark and it's got a crust. Wrap it up. Yeah. It'll help with the cook. It'll be quicker. You'll retain moisture. Yeah. And it'll be a better, be a better piece of meat. There yeah. You what were you going to say, Strandy, about pellets? Pellets. Yeah. So my first introduction to pellets was Jack Daniel's barrel chips oh yeah yeah they were made apparently from the jack daniel's like from bunnings and that yeah yep and then you bought a little stainless steel pellet tray and you put it on your gas barbecue yes i did that on the left hand side Mm -hmm. under the and shut the lid yep that was my first ever crack at smoking smoking and we were just smoking rib pellets and sausages and what yeah but the flavor was good yeah yeah and that was you know it was bringing in the, the smoke flavor yeah so that's not so yeah so with the pellet then you're not actually burning the pellet you're just having it in well it's got to, it, it does need to burn right it will, okay. it will burn away yeah yeah so but did you, you just say then it. that you would put it in underneath the flame or no, 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 above in a the box. flame so just on the grill in a, oh, in a okay. stainless steel box like yeah, a matchbox right. with yeah. a hole in it i remember those it was yeah. about this big yeah. you know sort of like three inches yep. by two inches and probably an and inch deep and then i started going down to see my mates at black hall street butcher shop so all the boys down there i went to school with and i've worked with a few of them over the years another yep. good butcher shop is that a, yeah that's is that still running yeah paul does a really good job down there yeah right so um over the years he's um He's done a few batches of sausages for me. Yep. Um, for one Christmas party one year, we did a, a batch of VB chili sausages. So replaced all of the water in the <laughs> with recipe beer. with VB. Oh, wow. And chilies. Was it good? Oh, man. <laughs> it <was> amazing. <laughs> I had blokes at the barbecues going, man, where do we get those sausages? 
Yeah, right. That's awesome. Yeah. I just had the idea because we've started the, the Ted Shed um, Social Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that we, yeah, we need to organise a, a night out to cook for you. <laughs> come, out, come out to Fat Boys one night. You feed me piss and I'll cook you meat. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, well, we, we actually got, got to go to places. around in your bloody spit pigs at your, at your party here. Yes, don't I don't remember that, Strandy. <laughs> <laughs> There's another reason I drove tonight, Jase. Yeah. Because last time I got on the piss, he ended up on the pool table. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that was mentioned in another podcast. No, yes. I think, Meg, I don't know, did you sleep under the pool table? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, look, I don't How really... Yeah, I don't remember too much about it. I, I think I remember... Someone did give me a pulled pork burger, but I didn't really remember eating it. And that was before the sun went down. So, and I think, yeah. There's no better sound than that, is it? No, there isn't a better sound than that. Better beer. Better beer. Shit beer. Yeah, you don't like I it? I don't fuck what the other podcasters yeah. say. It's shit. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the inspired unemployed. Mm. No, you don't no, like it? No, not, not necessarily. No, yeah. But everyone seems to rave about it. Well, it's a I calorie. It's that. 87 calories per beer, so it's really good for your belly. Well, that's not a... That's not a pitmaster beer, is it? <laughs> yeah. I don't need to lose. I'll get you a glass of water too. If you're worried about the calories, <laughs> but it is. Um, it yeah. Look, and you know what? Speaking of social media, <clears throat> you might have a view on this because we're all Gen Xers here, right? Well, what are you, Jace? Baby boomer, almost. Oh, when were you oh, born? Not that old. No, um, <laughs> seventy-two. Seventy. Are you still Gen X? You've both got receding hairlines, I don't. Anyway. Receding hairline is fucking gone. (laughs) (laughs) His hair was scared of heights. (laughs) But the generation today are so influenced by social media Mm. that if someone tells them that this Frank Green water bottle is the best thing since fucking sliced bread, they'll pay $90 for it tomorrow. 100%. It's so Oh, look at that so prime shit. drink that sold out. All prime. the kids oh, here. Oh, it, oh, my, have you tasted 12, that? Terrible. 13, then 12-year-old son mm. was obsessed with those things. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, mate, I'm not buying those. No. You want those, you buy them with your own money. And he was prepared to spend, I think, I pay like they were $12 from a supplement a shop or something at, at Yamanto. Yeah. $10, 12 a stupid I let him buy one. Yeah. yeah. And um, I said, no more, mate. Yeah. I said, well, it's a Gatorade. Yeah, or that's a, right. Yeah. My Gatorade kids would, taste better. My kids was, didn't like the taste of it, so they were crap. tipping them out, filling them full of water, and walking around like the drinking prime. Oh, just a yeah, bit cool. Right. So I see now it's now it's in all the surveys, and I think it's about four dollars a throw. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I seen it at Costco. You could buy twelve for like yep. fifteen bucks. Because yeah, it's yeah. Back to your point, influencers. Well, mm. It's exactly what they are, aren't they? Influencers. Well, absolutely. Mate. Attention um, seekers. Sorry. Well, they are. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, attention seekers. That's what I call them. Yeah, to a degree. I don't know if they're influencers. I mean, people putting um, content out there. I mean, are. they, they yeah, do influence again, then, people, then, but now, I don't I'm, like that. I'm word. guilty of watching a few different YouTube channels and, yep. and listening to podcasts and like, and obviously, and I get influenced by some of those people. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, yep. another really cool All channel that I, watch and I take a lot from yep. is um, Fight a Fork. Fight a, a Fork? Yes, yeah, so I've got a guy named Harry Fisher in Western Australia. Does a lot of charcoal and fire cooking, camping, remote area, but cooks gourmet food. Oh, right. Start to finish recipes, and he's got a book. You know, okay. I think he's got the um, second volume of his, his camp cooking book. So camp cooking is in, like, big cast iron pots? Um, well, he's not using cast iron. He uses spun steel instead of cast iron. So, but, but, yeah, do yourself a favour. If you want to learn about cooking over fire, he's, he's on the money. What's the name of it again? Fire to Fork. Mm. Fire to fork. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing anything like that? Right, oh, look, I've, got an, I've got an Instagram channel. Um, I'm not really into that. I, I, I throw a few things up when I'm cooking and bits and pieces. Um, it's not really my thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're probably 10 years past that, I reckon. Yeah. I, I struggled getting my head around doing this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I was apprehensive. 
Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Just, just because, because it's once, it's, once it's done, it's done and it's, it's forever. It's out there. Yeah, well, yeah, forever totally. Too. Yep. It, that doesn't disappear. It's not like you're doing a radio interview and everyone listens to it and goes, yep, sweet. No, that's all right. We can listen to this in five years' over time. Over and over again. Yeah, well, mm. I've listened to your podcast yep. from the start. Yes. Um, and I'm still plugging through it. But yeah, every yeah. now and again, I'll skip to, a, obviously, I'll listen to Timmy's. That was fantastic. Yeah, Tim's was, that was, a, that was a, that, He would talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles. <laughs> but he's passionate, mate. Oh, mate. That was a good thing about that one. His knowledge is, is yeah, second to none. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And, and that whole Speedway thing's fucking really gone bad. Really? A bit of an update, yeah, like um, to the point where it'll probably become some other sort of stadium. Done. Wow. Mm. It's a shame, isn't it? Well, it's a shame for Speedway, mate, in Australia because now we don't have anything in Brisbane. We don't have anything in Sydney. It's not just Speedway, Buckley. There's a lot of things that just get shut down. What Tivoli mm. motocross track? Yep, done. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, video yeah, stores. <laughs> what <one>? video stores? <laughs> video stores. <laughs> but no, very it's good just mate. One used to own a video store and got <clears throat> out just in the right. Did he? Life. Yeah, yep. yeah. So yeah, so but many it, things do do just, transition and change. I mean, let me. It's, it's funny. We had driving cinemas used to be there, and that's that's gone away. Oh, yeah, still, still goes, some. mate. That's yeah. another good Ted Shed night. Yeah, yeah. some of those things still yeah, hang driving. But, mm. but the, I think Tiddly the thing that when we talked about Speedway, there was, there was a lot of industry mm. behind that, and it is you know as we've spoken about, it's pretty devastating that when something like a, a track's taken away, people just go, oh well, it's just a Speedway gone. But it's there's so many people impacted by that. Yeah. Oh, dude, like these people the are dr- now what driving about the drifters. Like, yep, you know, out of Archerfield. They're done. They're off the streets mm-hmm. in a reasonably safe environment. Yep. Doing their thing. Yeah. They're on Ned Smith drawn now. Yeah. Well, they do it everywhere, man. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. And Willow Bank charges too much. If you want to go and drift there, it's actually like a proper setup. Well, Archerfield was a bit of a. Oh, it's a I car park. a cart around there once, man. So did I. It was I. horrific. That's fast. Yeah. And you crashed there, fast, it hurts. It was a fast cart that I drove around. What did you drive? A road tax? Um, no, it was, a, it was dirt cart day. So I took my. Um, oh. I took my thumper. 390cc dirt cart out there and oh, put wow. like, sticky tyres and like, empty greens or something on it. Just, <laughs> that would have lasted five horrific. laps, mate. Oh, <laughs> <were> your arms. <laughs> it, it was a very fast track. Fast that and front straight. No runoff. Fast. Yeah, I remember yeah. coming on that front straight and being up against a concrete thing going, yeah. fuck, I'm going in. Tore here. up a set of tyres in about four laps and yeah. took millimetres off the bottom of the chassis. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Destroyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's but, fast. Yeah. But Unsafe, but fast. That's where a lot of people's kids had their first pedal. Monty did, three and a half years old. Clay, Kira. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, 100%. Yep, that's exactly yeah. right. And now you go out to... And the Ipswich dirt cart, speaking of that, I know you used to be involved in that. Yeah, I had, I had a lot to do with that. Um, it's, yep. it's a shame it went the way it did. Yeah, um, it's growing, but massively now. Yeah. You go out and there, man, um, there's 150 all two people. All two-strokes. Not all two-strokes. No, but, but there's, there's a, a lot of two-strokes. Massive following a two-strokes, which is good. Yeah. Um, and and now Bob Garsight's passed I've away. Hunted, a, you know, sort of hedged around the idea. Do I ever give another crack? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yep. Masters. Yep. Mower racing. We, we did mower racing. <laughs> yeah, mower racing. Neutral. God, that's hard work. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> trying to trying to stay up. <laughs> I like mowing my grass. I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> on the Scots Bonner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a fiftieth or seventieth anniversary Greenfield. Oh, like an old jigger. Oh, as yeah. in like a like ride a on mower? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the old yellow greenfield. So it's like a 28-inch cut with a 10-horsepower old Briggs. And um, it's a legit vintage mower. And that's what I made my backyard with. Nice. One of my mates, Duncan, has the exact mower that Forrest Gump used and he drives around his yard at Yamanto and cuts nice. his grass on that. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get a photo. 
It is really. I find it intriguing that you know, we're, we're really in a throwaway society now. Like when you look at, you go into a Bunnings now, and ninety percent of the mowers are all battery. You know, either chuck a couple of eighteen volt Ryobis in, and yeah, what's your husband using? All of those sorts of things. But <laughs> it, I just what I do love, and we talked about it before, is like you know, cylinder mowers, and like you mentioned, the age of the, some of these. That's yeah. not throwaway. People are getting these old. Yeah, you know, mine's a sixty-eight. So that's a sixty-eight. That one, yeah, yeah. I, I don't nineteen sixty-eight. But it's, yeah. it's something. You're, you're old. Ones. It's old. Yeah, yeah it's but they're, you know, doing them up, you can still get parts for that. them. Or yeah. people are doing yeah. bits. You can restore them. Mate. Well, that's a new motor of mine. Yeah, so okay, because mine's a... got the old flathead. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. You're old, old school. Yeah, really, um, old. really old. But the you can buy all reels for them. They're, they're mm. making parts for them. You yeah. know, like the clutches, you can buy parts for. And is there anyone local that's looking after? Yeah, Richard. As a guy at uh, Race View, but you go through an initiation before he takes on your mower. Really? Yeah. Fuck that. No, but it's, he's a really nice old bloke, um, and he will chat to you for about two hours, and why do you do grass? Why do you want to be a grassy? Why do you do this? And <laughs> oh, really? It's, no, I just couldn't be. I just want my blade but, sharp. But I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it gives you the um, nostalgic side of... Because he's an old bloke and he loves yeah, his grass. Yeah, I get that. I get but it's just, that. yeah, I, I, I enjoy that. Me lawn, mate. I enjoy that. If you want to do that, go to Bayside Mowers. Yeah. Bayside Mowers are probably the place. But to get in there to get a service, you might be fucking six months. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, that's the hard bit. So, so and they charge you an arm and a leg. When I bought my property out at North Ipswich, yeah. I'm the third owner of that place, right? Now, the person that had it before me was there for 70 years. 70? Yeah. yeah. When they left, um, she was on her own. He'd already passed. Her, the, the deal was, she said, you can buy the house. I just want to take my personal effects. She, they left everything. Everything. TVs. The, the whole house was furnished. Wow. Like there was clothes in the cupboards. Now, down oh. in the garden shed was this old mower. Yep. And it had a little plaque on it that said Big Bob. I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. So it turns out that there was a hot water company back in the day that... Now, I don't know the, the whole history, but this is what I've found out. A hot water company that made these mowers as sort of a secondary... Thing, like a bit of yeah. an owner on the side. Yeah. Now, this mower was probably 50 years old. My neighbour across the road, who's 10 years older than me, remembers when the old boy bought it new. Wow. I used that for the first five years. That wow. Property, and my old boy was bringing this thing back to life. Like, he'd be like, you've done it again. What's wrong with it this time? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'll just get a new one. No, no, I'll bring So he brought this thing back to life, back to life. And eventually, he's like, it's just not going to, we can't fix it anymore. And I was like, yeah. right, eh? I bought another one. You really? can still buy a big bob. Bo- <laughs> so a company called Super Swift has taken up. So oh, yeah. I've got yeah, yeah. Super Swift Ro- Rover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's so a Rover mine's brand. Got a Honda, mine's got a uh, a Cola motor on it. Mm-hmm. They do a Honda or a Cola version. So I've got another big bob. Now it's a twenty six inch side exit. Jesus. <laughs> it is a machine. Right on. No, <laughs> and it will. You can mow belt high grass. Yeah, and just punches it, it over. <laughs> yeah. But so that, yeah, so I just thought that was a bit cool. That That's I was, cool. Yeah, I got the same mower. That, yeah. What did you do with the old mower? Is it now yard No, it, it went out to the old boys. And, okay. And it, um, I don't know what happened to it, to be quite honest. Big piece of yard art. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's the market, cool. Marketplace is a treasure trove of, like, there's a lot of shit on there, right? And, and I, I really get I frustrated by the way. I for hours, mate. The, but, but people, one thing that I hate. Right, just use my high horse. Is when they they don't list an item. You know, they, the description's not accurate. They put like one, two, three, four, five. You go into it, and it's got four hundred photos, and they're selling everything in the shed. Right? Yeah. You just go. Fuck it's that. a garage just, sale online, Jason. 
Yeah, but no, you, I, no, that's not what it's for. <laughs> but then you find then you find the gems, like you're saying. Someone's got a you know a, a mower yep. here, and yep. it's it's this like you're talking about, almost a relic, and you sort of look at it and you go, "Wow!" And mm. the price they're looking for, you know, you know, maybe eight hundred, nine hundred dollars, and you mm-hmm. can see that it needs work. Yep. And then you go on to the next one, you see someone else, and then all of you know, of course, you go down that algorithm and you just start looking at one. Your feed just comes, and some of the gems and things that just come mm-hmm. through a marketplace are brilliant. Yep. Once you can start to you know, get through that's all that, that's where you'll find your barbecue. You yeah, get all the shit, you get past right. all the shit, yeah. and get through all of that other noise and, and yeah. stuff. You then start finding. Yeah. Well, some, I found a 17 gems. inch groomer today. <clears throat> nice. And I said to him, Can I come and have a look? And then I was about to show Jace before we started the show. Sold. I'm like, Fuck. Yeah. They no, come up, okay. like, mate, as soon as they come up, they're gone. In my, uh, in my 20s, the old boy had a Weber. Yep. The old burnt orange, like original style. style yeah, weather. yeah, I know the ones, yeah. yeah. It like looked a, like the old um, pressure cooker yeah, yeah, colour. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yep. The old chip cooker colour. Yeah, that's burnt right. Burnt brownie sort of colour. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I had the Miko. I wasn't interested in Webers or anything, so he gave it to one of my mates. Yep. Now, I'm still mates with this guy now. Last Father's Day, because my old boy passed away a few years ago. Okay. Last Father's Day, it rings me up and he goes... What are you doing? I said, oh, I'm not working. He goes, I've just dropped something off your house for you. It's just under the house. And it was my old boy's weather. Oh, nice. He goes, happy Father's Day. <coughs> oh, and I nice. Thought, you know what? That's pretty cool. So I've since um, cleaned it all up, bought new grills for it. Because this thing had been used that much that the grills were worn paper thin. Oh, wow. There's no grills left in it. So wow. now it's got new grills. Um, I've got some new handles coming for it. And nice. uh, yeah, it's sort of quite a place in the shed it, it, it does get used but uh, not very often I've got three others that I can use right. yeah, yeah 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 that's a, that's a special that's cook a up special, I would say one. cook up or uh, but, um, yeah yeah something like that but that's a bit cool so, yeah. really but they're out cool. there those gems are out there that's yeah. really cool yeah. and it's a nostalgic value of that right you go geez, oh, yeah like this is your dad's Weber but you know and you've got mowers that are old that you found it's like yep. this has been used for 50 years and now I'm taking care of it and I'm using so not it not just yeah. throwing it away so people good. are getting this stuff giving them a second life and using them yeah. and they're not not well, just putting it in the shed and going I've got an antique yeah they're, yeah, they're out there mowing with them and absolutely and, you yeah. should see my neighbours when I bring that out they drive oh, yeah. past you like what the fuck is that thing is that <laughs> and you're like don't even look at it does <laughs> this drive from the it. motor Hmm? Is, is that drive? Like, is it self-drive? Yeah, it's self-propelled. Yeah. I was going to say, because it weighs a ton, right? Yeah, yeah, it's self-propelled. So the weight is the roller, right? So you yeah. keep rolling your lawn, and then you've got a cl- it's got a clutch on it, so you engage the, the, the reel that engages your self-propelled clutch. Right. So then you've got, like, a clutch, like a bike mm. handle, and you push it in to make the mower go. There's only one part of my lawn that I do that I use that on. It's the footpath. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. it's a nice, square, flat. Yeah. yeah. This year, to be honest, I've put it on... I've had the cylinder out there twice. It just... Something the grass hasn't been right this year. Mm. I've struggled to get oh, it's in. It's in fucking distress, mate. That's what's yeah, wrong with I've grass struggled. At the to, I've struggled to get it nice. It's just starting mm. to come good now after we had that ninety odd mil of rain. Yeah, and you know nature's the way whole of neighbourhoods come to life after that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Go for a drive to Toowoomba. Yeah, it's green the whole way. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it is really cool. I went out through Glen Morganvale the other yep. day. Oh, yep. stunning through there. So nice. That's it, is nice am- it is amazing how we can see. I mean, because I've given up on my front yard. I used to maintain. I've got a, quite a big yard. Um, but I just went, I'm just giving up on the front because it was putting too much into it. And it was just, and I used to have that recycled irrigation and that. And yeah. back in the day, I used to sprinkle, like, and it was lush. And then now I've just gone, you know what, everyone else in the street, and I just go, I live in my backyard, the front, I just go. But yeah. front yard was literally dirt. Like mm. only a few weeks ago, I'm talking yeah. that 
it wasn't even brown dead grass. The thing had literally just yeah. just gone. And now you say we get this ninety mil of rain, and it's all come. Back. And I'm just alive. looking around, going, "Wow, this thing has just come back." And everyone across the road, and people, you know, you yeah. have hills, a lot of weeds. Your posty, fuck yeah. your footpath, though. huh? Does your posty give you grass a hard time? He's all right. He, he takes care of mine. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I bash him. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, when I did my Renault, he would park on the footpath and hop off and walk over and put it in because he knew I had just sanded like. So yeah, no. Yeah. Mine just takes it as a, yeah. Does he? Yeah. What a dick. Loves it. Yeah. yeah. What a wanker. <laughs> They're out there. Mate, I had a dickhead park on my lawn the other day. I was ready to fucking go and Seriously? let their tires down. Yeah. Across oh, the road had lawn. a party. Hey. Council's lawn. Or whatever. <laughs> the other day, I fucking look after bad. it. All my neighbours know that no one parks on my lawn. And oh, the other week, not. I think one of the neighbours' kids just accidentally reversed back onto it. And you come over and he goes, I'm oh, really sorry, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. I had the MBN truck turn up the other day to hook me up. Oh, that, yeah, His eight ton truck, and he fucking pulled up on me footpath. I said, Oi, get off me fucking grass. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> fucking get off, mate. I'll fucking bash out. And my <laughs> other mate around the corner, who's a lawny as well, he's lawns. He's probably the best on the street. Yep. He was walking his dog past at the same time. He goes, Give him a fucking shovel. Because <laughs> <laughs> got all his sand out the front. It is, uh, it is funny, though. It's like, it's because, it, you know, we've spoken about it before. It is an offense in Queensland to park anywhere between the curb. And, and the property boundary, right? So mm. that nature strip. But and and look, and I know that people will justify it, right? And, and feel free to justify it. It's still against the law. Mm. But I think it's it's just so ingrained that people go, well, where else am I going to park? So like you know, we said across the road here, that yeah. car. So they just drive straight up across, and yeah. and I've got parts. Like I don't have concrete footpaths in my yep. area. No, neither and, do I. And yeah. and a lot of the the street dead set. You know, you don't need to go to the US to see the Grand Canyon. Some of these places, people just drive in. They yep. drive along for 15 metres and out. It's lazy. And that whole nature strip is, is eroded. It is literally 30 to 40 centimetres deep in ruts. Yep. You wouldn't want to walk there through at night with your kids coming home from a train station or something. No, that's but right. But in the psyche of people, like I see it in my area. My neighbours are all pretty respectful. Everyone parks you know, in their property or on the street. Yep. But when there's a party on yep. or when someone comes over... Mm. That all goes out the window. You know, yep. people just park anywhere and everywhere. And you'd yep. think that, you know, I know that, well, that's the rule. But even in your case, so you're talking about, and even yourself, you've got pristine lawns in people mm. you can see. And you just go, what's with people to go, mm. oh, I can see that and this person's taking care, but I don't give a mm. fuck. I'm parking on it. Dog shit. Yeah. Dog shit. Dog shit. And we, in the same place. The wee burns it. If you the, use massive the amounts of iron. In the same place mm. every fucking <laughs> day. <laughs> and it's probably taken for a walk by an owner. Yeah, because he's like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But it's four thirty in the morning. No one's going to see it. Yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so re- regardless if the law is there or not, like I said, you People see someone's fuck, putting mate. in effort to do something. I mean, I guess mm. it's no different to these dickheads that you you know you see get in a car and they go do burnouts on footy ovals and tear the shit. Yeah, up. that's you know, right. You know, there's something Golf wrong courses. with these people. You didn't like. do that as a kid. No, <laughs> oh, I definitely no, no. did. No, no, cars around the velodrome and things like that. Yeah, velodrome around in Ipswich. Did you ever go in there? That was. Do we really need to go into this? That was. Yeah, well, yeah, look, <laughs> it's been filled in now. Yeah. I used to deliver pizzas in Ipswich. Yeah. What At, store? Um, Domino's, Silvio's, um, Arnold's. Oh, Arnold's. Yeah. So Arnold's. So Salisbury Road. I know. Past the Velodrome there. Yeah. I was back and forwards doing deliveries. <laughs> that like prop because it was per delivery. <clears throat> yeah. You got paid. To oh, speak. per delivery. Yeah. So you take two or three at a time and just punch it. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this shitty little Nissan Pulsar that 
was like at six and a half grand all night <laughs> delivering pizza. Anyway, I'd been back and forwards past the velodrome all night and I got pulled over. And old mate was an undercover or whatever. He goes, he goes, mate, I've watched you all night. He goes, I've been sitting here in this car <laughs> for the last hour and a half or whatever he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, just fucking slow down. Yeah. And I went, yep, right, I just yeah. went a different way. <laughs> but you wouldn't get that now. I shouldn't. Oh. My son's going to listen to this. Like, I fucking told you. <laughs> you know, the funniest thing is, I remember that corner because I've been around that velodrome with somebody, right? Yeah, Frank Cundy. Yeah, you I think were, we you, all been you in the, were in the car. Oh, we might have been in the car together. I don't know. <laughs> doing doing laps doing that car. <laughs> but that one, the one corner, and it's still the same, you know, off camber corner today is when you're coming past the velodrome or where mm. the velodrome used to be and you're turning right. Yeah. Before oh, you go down the that's hill. horrendous you know, in the wet. Yeah, exactly, it is horrendous right. in the wet. You, you, yeah. you, you From you the stop that. sign in the wet, that yeah. is a nasty corner. Then, is there a stop? There's not a stop sign there. You now. stop now. You stop before you to, turn right. To turn yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, he used to fly around coming the up right. From the little athletics table. That's yeah, right. Bill, yeah. Is it Bill Patterson? Mm, not sure. Anyway, can't remember. So up from the, yeah, but yeah, well, you're coming the from where the old swimming pool used to be, heading towards the velodrome. No, you're on the right. Oh, Strandy's coming from the bottom. He's coming no, from the showgrounds. You got the right hander the right starts hand and then go yeah. down the hill because it's, it's down a really past hospice funny... and around. Yep. Because it's the the one really lane cool goes to two for sale on that corner at the moment. Is that? Yeah, because it's a strange street that it's it's two lanes down the hill, right? It's always been one around the corner, and that lane just starts. Yeah, because you used to be able to turn left at any time coming up from the other one, and they filtered in together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, you like come around there a couple of times, once in the wet, mate, and I was in my old, um, that was the Corona S that I had, <laughs> right, and I'm just going, Whoa, this thing just lost it, I'm looking out my passenger window down, <laughs> down the road, and then it's, you know, it's bucked back, and I'm just going, oh my God, this corner yeah. is deadly in the yeah. world. Yeah, it's still yeah. deadly. Yeah, and it hasn't mm. changed, it's still one of those corners well, that's off camera, and we've actually, I think, because my um, in-laws live near there. I do. Yeah, we've, we've driven up the top of the street before, and I think I had the kids in the car, and we stopped, and we're in the rain. Watched a, a, a car come round, same thing, and I'm just sitting there going, well, that was me 30 years ago, Yeah, that's and people exactly are still right. doing it. That's exactly right. It's funny when your kids start driving. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mate, how did those tyres get like that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> do you want me to tell you how they got like that? <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I don't know how they got like that. Oh, no. Mate. Mm, fun. Yeah, all the stuff all we there. did. Yeah. yeah, well, that's that's right. We yeah. did it. We all did. But guess what it, it people do now? They film it. Hey, we were less popular. I'm not making yeah. excuses, but no, no, no. and um, I don't know. Yeah, but people film Same it now, problem. right? I don't know how many times, and and I've even seen other people who are I wouldn't say they're celebrities, but they've got social media accounts. They film and they put shit out. That I'm just going. Yeah. Mm. Surely the cop has only got to see that and you're done. But there's an example I was thinking of the other day. Or coming down from Old Logan Road along Ned Smith. Right, so you go, you come down Old Logan Road where the Maccas is at the roundabout there at Springfield. Yep. And you go straight up that road. Oh, yeah. Right? That's now, a notorious that, burnout area. That's exactly yeah. that, right? But because you come up over that rise, yeah. you can't see it. But I've basically come over the rise and there's someone there with a Commodore. Absolutely. Lighting the thing up. But his mate's out trying to film it, right? Yeah. And then I'm coming. Over the top. And they've done the old, oh, fuck, someone's coming. You know, broad daylight. Yeah. So old mate in the car, <laughs> he's about 100 metres down the road sideways, still into it. And the guy with the camera's trying to film him, but also chase after him. <laughs> and then I'm coming along. And there's sort oh, of, geez. next thing, the door's open and the car's still still lit up. And he's trying to get the door open and jump in. And oh next thing, God. then they've taken off. And I'm just going, lunacy, because mm. it's all about, you know, these guys wanted to film it. But they'll yep. probably put it out there, mm. you know. 
That's and you exactly just go, right. you idiots. Yeah. You know, but mind you, because if you're filming the car, unless they're blanking out editing later and taking the number plates out, you're putting incriminating information on the internet. Yeah, well, didn't that um, Adam LZ get, not banned from Australia, but he got, he, he got I don't know whether he got warned or something, but because he was with the Mexican Hoon cartel. Oh, really? In Mexico. Yeah, right. AKA Mount Glorious. And they punched a car into the wall or something and it was all filmed. Yeah, oh. yeah, and I believe I believe there were some ramifications from that. I don't, mm. I don't know how far it went, but yeah, yeah, it's yep. all on it's all on YouTube. If well, you you're watch incriminating it. yourself, right? Yeah, the moral of the story is: feel free to do stupid shit, but just don't film it and put it out there. But there's have still places. Noticed, to... Have you noticed that that now everything is filmed? Yeah, everything's oh. filmed. Yeah, someone falls over in the supermarket. <laughs> Before someone goes to help them, someone's filmed it. Mm. That's right. It's disgusting. Did you hear yeah. Qantas? Qantas have just changed. Onboard filming rules, and this oh. is legit. Yeah, you right. are not allowed to film on a plane or Qantas aircraft anymore, any cabin crew or any other passenger without express permission. Oh, wow. So if you're on a plane and you want to film out the window, you can. But if you're filming or you want to do you know how these people get on a plane and they do all their own social media and people, you're not allowed to do that anymore. Mm. They're going, so it is a private space. Yeah. It's not public. I don't want to be in someone's no. Instagram video or their no. you know, YouTube no. video. I don't want to be in the back. But it's also because, no, you know, right. when you see these Jetstar blow-ups, everyone gets their phones out and you just yeah. see some guy standing there, he's, you know, three sheets to the wind going, you want to fucking go? You want to get? And then the crew's trying to pull him off and the federal police yep. are there and then he spots the guy with the phone going, what are you fucking filming, mate? And, you're like, mm-hmm. and then, then it's on and they're just going, Qantas are just going, but that's don't, don't film We don't want crew. to be filmed. No, no. no. We definitely don't. No. But the generation below us definitely do. Everything yeah. is filmed. And mm. Everything's recorded. It's like they want to be famous. Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, we get a quick hit on YouTube and we've had, That's like, my kids even go, oh, we've got 300 views. Like, I put a photo, a video of Monty up snapping a goal the other day. Yeah. She kept asking me every two days, what's the, what's the views up to, Dad? Yeah. Like, mm. who gives a shit, mate? Mm-hmm. Like, but psychologists you know? say that's a dopamine hit, right? Your yeah, brain, yeah, yeah. and like this is what the brain and everything is always craving something, and like then that, that's, that's adoration. There's people that make obviously there's people that make a living out of it, of yeah. course, yeah. yeah. But, but a very, a very, cool, very small a, minority. Yeah, it's, it's, right. a mm-hmm. it's a minority. It's a minority. Totally. Yeah, but we've no, never it been is a dopamine hit. I said we've never. Yeah, I mean we've done stuff that's got we do stuff just to we, but we just do stuff to enjoy it. Oh, I do. I'm I'm here just to enjoy it to have a chat. I suppose on the on on the flip side of that. Oh, you wouldn't. There's a lot of people that wouldn't learn barbecue. That's if right. If it wasn't for Instagram or YouTube, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely, and, 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 and that's content where, that's creators. Where I think that's the, the difference. Creative right? content, <coughs> yeah. Um, but it's creative content. It's not influencing. It's not um, no. trying to groom or you know, whatever. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Here's a water bottle. Yeah. You know, I've got 65 million followers on YouTube, and I'll sell you 20 yep. million of those water bottles, and but, you're going to pay me two dollars a water bottle. Yep. But here's, that's how here's, it works. Here's the danger, though. Right? You look at things like. You talk about slow cooking. You're good. Genuine people out there might be yourself or might be someone else who goes, look, I'm not an expert, but I'm, I'm giving it a go and these are my experiences in cooking. When I cook on this and I do this, this is my result. Cool. And they're sharing that, right? Every day. But, and that's one thing, right? But then you get other people who create content and you see it and like, and I think TikTok, I'm not on TikTok, but you know, a lot of that short story formats yep. made into every other platform now. The amount of times where you see misinformation, you know, it's like someone here going, oh, this is how I drill or this is how I'm you know, doing jip rock or this is how I'm – and you're just sitting there going, dude, everything you're, you're, you're saying you're calling a hack or something else, mm. every tradie or anyone with experience piles on the bottom and go, don't ever fucking do this because mm. there's so many people out there making content 
that's just bullshit or not mm. how to do something properly, right? I don't know if you see it in the painting game oh, or, yeah. or anything else, right? But there'd be all yeah. these people creating these little, you know, 30-second hacks or they call them, here's how to hack or here's my you know, way to do X, and it's bad advice. Mm. It's, it's not too many new ideas, but really, is it? No. That's exactly <laughs> right. Okay. We've been around for a while now. You know, mm. people have been painting and carpenters and whatnot for a fair while now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's too many things that we did, we haven't worked out how to do it the most efficiently or the, or the best way. That's exactly you know. right. Um, when, um, you know, on the social media thing again, and, and in regards to barbecue, when I first started out, um, I was utilising the Facebook groups a fair mm-hmm. bit, you know, sort of bouncing ideas backwards and forwards and, and advice and, and quite happily posting photos of my efforts and the like and used to get some really nice feedback and some... Um, instruction and, and like you know if you ask questions and the like and that went that went on for a couple of years um, but I've and they're trying to curb it but you know there's a few that it, there's a lot of nastiness mm-hmm. and people <laughs> giving people shit or oh that's that's fuck that's not how you do it yeah you, know, you should be doing this or you should be doing that like it, there's no need for all this negativity I agree on these groups you know they, we're all in this group for a reason, for the mm-hmm. same common interest. You know, yeah, help, help a fella out, you know. Yeah. Well, he's asking a question for a reason. He's not asking it yep. to, to, to be a smart ass or... Down. Yeah, that's right. You know, it so might be like, yeah, I've, I've seen that on mowing groups. There people is. talk about mowing, right, and there's obviously the people who have Yeah, there's someone who's just bought his first mower and he's like, oh, I want to have a crack at me lawn. Yeah, and, and they go, oh, what would you buy that piece of shit for? What would you buy that piece of shit for? There's no bad barbecue. That's right. Even if you've got... I made a comment earlier about the Matador 4 burner. Yeah. Who fucking cares? Yep, mm. that's your barbecue. Turn the right-hand side burner onto low. Put your chips next to it in a little stainless steel box or a pit, wrap it up in an aluminium foil and punch six holes in it. Yep, same put deal. It on, put it next to it. Put your piece of pork collar butt on the left-hand side or your sausages or whatever. Shut the lid. Yep. Yeah. Fill all the holes up with alfoil. Yep. You've got yourself a slow cooker. You've that's got yourself right. a, 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 a low and slow barbecue. I've got a Weber Q. That's right. And, and I, but but see, yep. it, it took me a bit because I used to have the four burner and everything for me was cooking one side, flipping it. Yep. And then all of a sudden it's now about even having the lid in, building heat up in Convection. there, putting the meat in, closing mm. it down. And it's not, it's not like, your, I guess, flame grill flipping yeah, the so thing. You'd sit in there and it, it's a totally different meat, right? Get, I, get I still struggle turn, with turn it. Turn it right down to nothing. Right. Yeah. And get some, get some chips. Get some gauge on it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. So just experiment with it. See yeah. what temperature you can get that down to as low as you can, right? Yeah. And then cook for a cover long up one side, of, or you know, or raise raise it off. Put a little something in there, a, a trivet or something, to get it off. Yeah. Get the meat away from it as far as you can as well. And, and I'll try. And well, you mentioned pizzas yeah. before. I've got a pizza like the pizza, pizza stone, stone. stone. Yeah. And that's brilliant because you yeah. chuck that in there. Same thing, and then you get a nice crispy base. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Do you find your barbecue gets hot enough for your pizza stone? Um. Yeah, it's like mine. Mine, I don't know what size. Mine's like the mid size. It's not the small and it's not the big one. Yep. Um, like it, 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 so it doesn't have. Yeah, it's basically just the burner around the outside and that. Yeah, I they're find all, that, they've all got that common. Yeah, ring. I think one of them's mm. got a, th- a third rail. Oh, does the it? Big, the bigger one has a third rail down the yeah, middle. Okay. But yeah, so I think the, the the baby one and then the next one, but the bigger one's got a third. So mine's just yeah around. Look, it heats up. It gets heat pretty quickly, and, and everything in there. It's. Yeah, I don't know. I think the biggest thing I have cooking in it is trying to judge when somebody goes, oh, I'd like, you know, like a steak or something in there. And they go, That's I want it feel. medium rare or medium. I'm just going, I cannot work I mean, out how to get that in that sort day. of oven, right? Mm. All that sort of cooking. The easiest way or the, a nice easy way to um, gauge a steak. So forefinger, index finger and thumb and mm-hmm. feel here. That's rare. Medium rare. 
Well done. Fucked. <laughs> That's a visual medium on a podcast. I love it. Sorry, visuals. Yeah, yeah you get yeah, the picture. Just, you know, thumb to index finger, thumb yeah. to the oh. next finger, and these tendons in between in here tighten up as you do it. Oh. So you feel that. Huh. And oh. that's, 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 a, that's a feel. Oh. That's so a you feel. basically just want like to feel it. the yeah. stay. But what about if the thickness is right? Yeah. Comes you can get you some thin one. You get but inch it's thick It's a steak. rebound on the stake. Yeah, it's a, you, you're yeah, going to get that. You're going to get it. that from an inch thick stake, or you're going to get it from a two inch thick. Yeah, stake. you're not going to get it from a sizzle stake. Yeah. I've, I've fucked. Nah. I've fucked a tomahawk only recently. Left yep. it in their conventional. Oh, I'm pretty content. Long, and thought, oh, and so went to If I'm being real, really lazy, and just want to drink piss and hang out and do cool shit instead of barbecuing at home, I just put my tomahawk offset on the coals. Yep. Put the lid on, just forget about it. Yeah, right. Just leave it. And when you come back, when it, it went an hour and a half, two hours, three hours later, when you're hungry, it's good but to if go. You, if you had something <laughs> yeah. like a large I pork, right? So, so if I got a large pork, um, like a couple of kilos, put it in on a low heat and just let it cook for six hours. Yep. Can I overcook it doing that? You probably want to put it in an aluminium tray so you don't lose all the juices for stuff. Right, okay. Yeah. So um, probably the... But you know what I mean? Like if you're sort of going, oh, am I nervous? Do I go to four hours? Do I go eight hours? Like can you just, if you just go, you I'm just going to leave it in there longer. Yeah, I think you can still... overcook it. Yeah, nice. you could overcook it, but I don't think you're going to wait. As long I just as thought it might be like a pork, you know, it's just going to start falling apart. and Yeah, it'll start know. opening up. Right. And you could probably get your tongs and push it and it'll fall apart. And you go, all right, yeah. that's done. And, you know, and it's done. <laughs> yeah. 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 Throw yeah, some if, honey if you, in there. If you can, if you especially your tongs and you squeeze down and it all just goes, and put, happy days. Perfect. Yeah. Smash it all up and smash it up. Yep. Throw some honey over it. Throw a bit of, oh, I, I like a honey bit more on. of your rub. Oh or, yeah, um, well, your oh, barbecue sauce. I was oh, going to yeah. say. So can yeah. we end on? Because one thing we haven't talked about is sauces, mm. right? So you talked about ribs before. Yep. When you get those, they're always lathered in some smoky yep. barbecue sauce or something like that. Yep. So, what's is there is like particular sauces for particular meats, or is it just personal choice? If you want, probably a preference. Something hot yeah. in, in a. In the backyard instance, it'd be a preference to what you like. Right. Um, yeah. Obviously, in the restaurant industry, there's certain sauces go with this and that and everything else, but there's yeah. obviously general sauces as well. Yeah. Mm. You know, so there's no right or wrong. Your run of the mill barbecue sauce on pork ribs would be fine. You know, yeah. If, if you run a Master Foods smoky barbecue, done. You yeah. won't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Sweet, so would you use them even Ray's. if there was a rub as well? Oh, Sweet Baby Ray's, Costco. So full of sugar. Yes. Costco. Yes. Costco is Costco. one of the best places for low and slow. For, you, for, for your everyday bloke to go down there and go, I want to buy ribs. They've got two or three different versions of it. Mm-hmm. I buy the, the meaty loin ribs or the, the big, thick, more meat, the better, I reckon. Yep, the beef ribs. ribs. Yeah. No, yep. no, pork. Oh, pork. I can eat beef ribs. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Too tough. Don't rate them. Yeah. Just don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I'm and so pork mad. collar butts. <laughs> Or your pork scotch fillet yeah. to do your pork, 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 pork. Hands, yes, hands down. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you sent me on that direction. You can't fuck it up. Yeah, you can't yeah. fuck it up. Exactly. And like you said, as long as you're with a pork, as long as you're keeping it moist, and you wrapped it for the last couple of hours, yeah, every day. I love the word moist. <laughs> <laughs> I've got number plates coming. Yeah, <laughs> moist. Will they approve those? Some of the government like, oh, I just, I just of, felt know? backwards. Oh. Yeah, someone's already got moist. Do they? Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah, right. <laughs> M- M- M0I or one. <laughs> oh, I've used, I've used a seven for the for the T. Can, can you get a little CWA sticker for the back of the car as well? <laughs> as this progresses further downhill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Mate, that sounds like a perfect time to wrap it up. It's descending. <laughs> right, yeah, well, so, unless there's anything else you want to know about barbecue, we know. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's it just man, sounds wings, like oh, man, just experimental. I suppose touching back on your on your um, Ted Shed Social Club or mm, however mm. that operates. Um, if you're serious about it, I'll yeah. come down and cook for you. No, no, no okay. we want no. What we're trying to do is go places, right? We're trying to get people who listen um, just to get out off the couch. You, so you're we're more than welcome to come to my place, but no, we might go to we might go to Fat Boys and do that hundred dollar Fat Boys. Yeah, yeah. That's what we'll put we it out do there. that as a Here's Ted a day, get a group and come along to Fat Boys and yeah, listen yeah, to the episode yep. and then we'll we'll follow it up with a, an evening out there and yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We did a laps the I other week it. and we had a couple of blokes turn up that we didn't know, and they're like, okay. "Oh yeah, we're here just to hang out," and yeah. it was really good. Just yep. single blokes that might be at home by themselves or guys that just find it hard to connect with other blokes. It's, and and there's blokes our age that you know the missus is busy doing this or doing that. Yep, the kids, kids are and, busy. And, they're all at sport or they're doing this or they're doing that or mm-hmm. someone likes to have a sleep in on a, on a Sunday so you need something to do. I've um, been going to a few of those cars and coffee meets. Oh, yeah. They're pretty cool. They're you cool. Know, like-minded yeah. bikes. Yep. You turn yep. up, you don't know anyone. No. But you pull up in, in your car, whether it be whatever it is. The Jumba. You know. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> who's this the Jumba? <laughs> well, it's Glenn's my... now. Yeah, it's my... Yeah, who's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, but you're yeah, right. You yeah, pull up. And, and someone says, G'day, mate, how are you going? Yeah. And, then, and you're away. You're away. Yeah, exactly. And, and you don't even know this bloke from Bar of Soap. No. Yeah. And that's what we used to get laps in Ipswich, didn't we, Strandy, yeah, back look, in the that day? Was, that was a big part of, of our generation and oh. the generations before us. Oh, um, huge. I've not been into it for the, the recent, recent incarnations. They're pretty good. Um, it's an experience. Yeah. Yeah, look, at, and... I might head in there. Or... And it's only a couple of hours. That's the best thing. It's like, I think it's five o'clock to like eight o'clock. Yep. And literally the car clubs roll out at eight o'clock and the whole thing's done by nine. Yeah, so right. it's not dickheads running around like, you know. Back in the day, it was until two, three o'clock in the morning. Oh, Thursday <laughs> night, Friday night, oh, Saturday night. Every night. I know. Every night. I know. Yeah. And it was so good. But that finished was our a, social. Finished finish delivering pizzas at midnight and going to town. <laughs> How long? And sit on the side of the road and eat a pizza. That's so, same, same copper who saw uh, you up near the Velodrome <laughs> <laughs> Gunnings. Yeah, I remember you. I remember Arnold's Pizza. When did you deliver pizzas there? What years do you reckon? Probably 94, 5, around there. 95, Because I had an ex-girlfriend who worked there in 96, 95, 96. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you might have been there around the same era. I don't even remember the place. Arnold's Pizza. You're a couple of years younger than me. Yeah, I am. I'm 44. Yeah. Yeah. Where where um, was Arnold's? um, Do you know where you go across? Eastern Heights. Yeah. Is it Eastern Heights? Oh, hold on. East Ipswich. East Ipswich. Ipswich. Yeah, you go across the David Trompey Bridge, through the roundabout, just on the left there, just past the bow repairs. Yeah, okay. It's still a pizza shop. No, it's a bakery. Oh, it's a bakery now. It's a bakery. There is a pizza shop in the next... A lot of shops down the road. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Arnold's Pizza. Um, my my mate, um, his sister and partner used to own Arnold's Pizza at um, Sunnybank. Okay. Oh no, Jimmy's Pizza. Do you remember Jimmy's Pizza? No. Oh, we should, we just need to do a pizza show. Mm, mm, absolutely. I love pizza. I love pizza. I love pizza. pizza. Yeah, big Rummy's gonna be here. What time is it? It's um. Well, he's running late. Big Papa's is mint. Big Papa's is awesome. That was a good pizza there. They won't deliver it to me. Too far. It's just a bit too far. Oh, yeah. Where are you, North Ipswich? North Ipswich. My Rami's. brother's a Brussels. He drives down, so maybe we, yeah, I'll let you know next <laughs> oh, time. 
He's driving down. I, he can I pick will you up drive right. down for it. <laughs> it is, it good, is pizza. It's good pizza. It is good pizza. We're getting some tonight. I called oh, him before and said, hey, yeah, Rowan, the owner of the shop, obviously, and uh, said, can you deliver some pizzas about yep. 7.30? So he's bringing some over. Yeah, the boys, mm. my, my boys introduced me to that uh, quite a few years ago and yep. uh, never looked back. Yeah, it's well, good pizza, went, man. I went with something. I mean, because I went up with Rami recently and we had a look at his, because he's expanding into yep. the the butcher shop next door. Yep. And he's got some new pizza ovens. So I went and found, you know, or found these ones. I'm just going, hey, Rami, you were after some pizza ovens. I found some on Marketplace. And he goes, oh, come up, we'll go and have a look. So I went up there and, yeah, like just looking at these things. The same thing, right? The way that the heat is generated yep. and they've got the, the blowers in and above and beyond and then the, the motors to pull the chain. Like, yep. yeah, like pretty incredible. Like yep. just the way that they, they operate and control the speed so the pizza cooks over a distance. So I'm like pretty cool to, to yeah, go and have a look. because he does his own doughs and everything. Yeah, have a yeah, look right. at I've the actually cooking got, side. And how I've got doughs off him to put in my pizza oven one night because I couldn't yeah, be right. asked making doughs. And I rang him and said, can I buy some dough off you? And it was fucking amazing. Yeah, nice. In the but, wood fire. Yeah. Well, so, one thing but, that he he does have in there that too, I don't know if anyone's tried. I mean, his his um, we're getting ribs. some ribs tonight. They do, they oh, do ribs. His, his ribs yeah. are pretty good. But the other, the gelato. Have you tried his gelato? Oh, yeah, no, that's I haven't. Pretty good. Oh, go that. Oh, I had mm. I had one the other night. It was a mango. <laughs> oh my this god! This episode is brought to you by Big Papa's Pizza. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no, the, the mango. Now the one thing we haven't heard tonight. Is what? Brought to you by Glen Wright Painting. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Hey, well, every hey. time we mention that, right, we do have a bit hey. of a laugh. Hi, I'm Christina. This. Do you need your house painted? I've got the guy for you. G'day, Glen from Glen Wright Painting, and we're a family-owned business. Speaking listen, of family, listen. meet mine. Seven Hi, of them. I'm Monty, and I'm Knox. Hi, I'm Chili. Hi, I'm Dakota. Hi, I'm Mackenzie. Good day, I'm Kai, and I'm Harley. So, if you're looking for a professional, reliable painter who gives back to the community in the local Springfield Lakes area, give me a call on 0415 849 659 because I've got to feed these kids. Glen Wright Painting works for me. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, we've, we've always got oh, that on there. You the, go. The button, it is a bit of a giggle later on in the in the podcast, actually, listen to that. Yeah, it is. It's fun, yeah, right? It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. We love then, it when people get... I only get River 949 on the way to Toowoomba if I'm not podcasting. I'm listening to that. And they're usually <laughs> flogging the guts out of that one as well. <laughs> I have been flogging it lately, <laughs> yeah. 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 But you know what? That's... <laughs> that's um, Well, mate, it's about protecting myself because if the okay. economy slows right up, I want to be full and foremost. Or if someone thinking of a painter, I want to be it. Yep. Yep, yeah, services in general, right? First thing um, that people stop pulling back on, they go, I don't need my house painted. No, no I don't need this and that. Right, no, we're so. down at Ascot at the moment. Yeah, yeah I saw that photo this afternoon. Mm. Yeah, big house down there. Anyway. Well, you uh, painted my unit for me. I did. Mm. Yes, all the girls yeah. did. Yeah, the girls did. And well, Blake, no. Blake and Taylor. Blake and Taylor. Blake and Taylor. Blake and Taylor. Yeah, yes. did a fantastic job. It's all oh, finished. Thank you. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah. Yep. Well, Misses in there? Uh, just about. Yeah, nice. Yeah. On awesome. and off at the moment. Just, just um, there's a few bits and pieces to finish. And yeah. Apparently, that's got to be done before Christmas. So, uh, <laughs> well, get some more lessons from Strandy, <laughs> mate. It'll be Glenn Wright's, um, you know, slow cooked. Oh yeah, and exactly. Get a yeah. side business going, mate. To diversify. Nah, I've got enough shit going on in my life, mate. I don't need anything else. So, I, um, I did cook at Fat Boys full time for a while. Yes. Nice. And um, obviously, another opportunity came up yeah. in my other trade as yeah. a carpenter. So I, um, I jumped on that, but. Um, it does take a little bit of the shine off it when you doing cook full time, like as in a, a little commercial bit of cooking. Yeah, yeah. Like, you still enjoy, I still enjoy the cooks, like big cooks and cooking. But when you're doing it four or five nights a week, I think it does take a little yeah. bit of the shine off of it. Because you get good. Is that like a lot of things? Like some people say, like you know, when you when you get a job, you go, well, if you if you're doing something you love, it's not a job, whatever. But like that's, that's painting. But, I love it. Yeah. But, but if if you like something. Yeah, you can't have too much of a good thing sometimes, right? Is that sort of yeah, what you're saying? Absolutely. Like if you just yeah. 
Mm. Takes yeah. away from the fun of it if it becomes your job, right? Or yeah. It, 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 Look, I didn't want that to sound too negative. Like no, it, no, 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 yeah. definitely not. But it, it does just take a little bit of the shine off of it. Would you um, cook at home can... still? Yeah, fuck you. That's the one Love eating. That sounds like the fun. <laughs> yeah, but it does take the shine but off. Yeah, it. yeah. So, like, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't cook briskets at home. Mm. I, I don't cook briskets at home. Um, yeah. I do like the pork ribs. Yep. Um, and pull pork at home occasionally. But yeah. yeah. So, what's your favourite thing to cook? My favorite, beef cheeks. Oh, yeah, you said yep, that before. 100%. Beef cheeks. Beef cheeks beef or cheeks. smash burgers at the moment. They're smash the, burgers? Yeah. Yep. You said you touched on those before and we sort of got off. Yeah, quick. so but, what is know, that? Um, so, probably oh, three or four months ago now, I went out to a mate's property and we'd, he'd knocked a cow a couple of weeks before and I went out and helped him butcher it. And um, the other bloke on the property is a butcher as well. So, between him and I, pulled it down. And, and the other bloke I was with who. Uh, and him and his missus helped us all bag it up. So I, I bought half the beast and, and the other fellow bought half oh. the beast. Um, so everything other than the nice cuts of meat that I wanted as steaks, yep. I minced a lot. Oh, wow. But with all, like with my smash, I did um, sort of probably like a 60-40 mince. So it's really fatty for my yep. smash burgers. And I've got, ton, I've got kilos and kilos of this shit in one kilo bags frozen. But yeah, it's a really fatty mince. And then I've got a nice big heavy plate. Get a red hot fire going over a, over a solid barbecue plate. Yeah. Put your your you know, eighty to one hundred and twenty gram resale, and then just smash it down with a big big heavy steel plate. Oh yeah. And it, just crisp it. Do you do anything oh. when you make that resale? Is it all just the minced oh. meat? Like no, just, just that's oh. it. Yeah, right. like, do you put cheese no, and stuff? No right? flavors. No nothing. No, just just the, just the yeah. and just can the I just meat. ask the press that you use because I'm yep. sort of with you now? It's like you an old ten mil steel plate, and you heat that up as well, right? Do you? Or is it I just, just leave it sitting on the side of the fire so it is warm. Yeah, it's got right. a timber. It's got two uprights and a timber handle. On. Yeah. You can buy them commercially. My, yeah, right. my son's an apprentice boiler maker, and he he made mine for me. That's pretty cool. Nice, but yeah, so smash burgers. just a a winner. Oh, nice. Yeah, and just really crisp and thin. Brioche buns, pickles, burger cheese, done. Stop yeah. it! I'm hungry. Well, no, Rami, hurry up! We've got to wrap it up. We're hungry. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's that's, that's my go to at the moment. Like if yeah. the boys want to want to feed, and and we are we're going to sit outside on the deck and have a feed. I'm doing smash burgers. You're doing smash moment. burgers. How long does the meat last in the freezer? Oh, I'll get six months out of it. No dramas. Yeah, okay. Won't and will you use it all? Yeah, you'll use it all. <laughs> <laughs> I've nearly eaten. So I did all the I did all the rib fillets, bunions. So I would have had probably eight good good tomahawks. They're all oh. gone. Oh yeah. All the t bones, two inches thick. They're gone. all gone. All the rump steak, gone. It's, oh, and everything yeah. else I minced. Oh, I got a few bits and pieces, did some stroganoff. Actually did a stroganoff last night. So. Nice slow cooker. I would have liked to have done it yeah. in the weather. Yeah. But yeah, I got told not. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> no, no more slow cooker no, food. That's no, right. no, 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 no smoke on that one, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's classic. What it cost sorry, what does it cost to kill a beast? If you get in the right Um, so this one this one was uh, I'm going to say between, I think it was about twelve fifty a kilo. It ended up costing twelve dollars fifty a kilo. And yeah. what are we paying at the shops? Well, mm. but that's across the board, right? Yeah. So that's for from bones, yeah, to eye fillet. Yeah. Okay. So that's for everything. Yeah. And Whereas, what, have you seen the price of dog bones? No. Mm. No. Like. I've got cavoodles. Five, six, seven, eight dollars a yeah, kilo I was say, I was for dog go. bones. Yeah. Wow. <coughs> yeah. Um. When I was butchering lamb shanks, we couldn't give them away. Yes. They're 15 16 $20 yeah. a kilo. I know. Yeah, you cut them in half or whatever, or even ridiculous. a whole one, you just chuck it out there with a bit of glad and a dollar sticker on it, right? A dollar fifty yeah. kind of thing, and just grab it one for your dog. Yeah. But now they're. Yeah. Glad, glad, yep. um, 
Mate, lamb is ridiculous. I bought oh. cutlets the other day from oh. Costco. <laughs> a slab of cutlets is probably I've seen them down fifteen there, yeah. on there, mm. fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and what, what's interesting is I've mm-hmm. heard that the price of of you know, cattle sales in Australia have gone through the floor like significantly. Right, recently. Boys are just fucking but, raping us, mate. But the, yeah, the, day. the retailers aren't passing it on. The off, multinationals, man, it's, they're, yep. they're killing us. And did you hear that the chemists are about to link up? The three major chemist brands in Australia are about to be owned by the same company. Yeah, and then West Farmers will buy them. How does that... Yeah. How, how is that legal? Yeah. Like well, it's the a- it's a- literally monopolisation a- a- of, of a certain area. has to approve that stuff, yeah. So there are, but they, they have, will. No, well, there have been some things that haven't been in the interest. I think there was... Um, I can't remember, like in telecommunications, I think TPG, another one wanted to merge in the ACCC, said, no, that's not good for consumers, right, because it starts to be a monopoly. But, but look yeah, at West Farmers, in, man. Yeah, oh, How much yeah. do they own? They own, they own all their necessities. They own food. They own mm. alcohol. They own chemists. They, mm. own, they own Bunnings. Yeah. You mentioned telecommunications. I'm, uh, I've got this supposedly wonderful 5G wireless internet at home. Oh, yeah. Rubbish. Really? It is rubbish. Mm. Absolute rubbish. I'm going to give Elon Musk a go. Oh, you're Starlink. Yeah, Starlink. Starlink. Yep. Mm, yeah. Yep. I just got the MBN bought into the house. Fiber. Yep. Yeah. Fiber. I thought I had that. I had fiber to the house. The, Did you? The, the thing was out the front. It was super quick. And yeah. got talked in, like, you know, moved to a different provider yep. for my phones and everything. Got talked into, this is the latest and greatest. This is what oh, we Hellstra? want. And, um, yeah, <laughs> went, pulled everything over to Telstra. The phone yeah. service is fantastic. Yep, that, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, brilliant. definitely. Yeah, especially yeah. when I'm working now. Country way or whatever, there's the service mm-hmm. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But this 5G internet is dog shit. Mm. So well, I was running the customer helpline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you help me out with this? What am I doing wrong? Oh, reset your mode. Yeah, right. We've done, done that. that. Move it to you. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're looking at your, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, blah, blah, blah. blah. So why do I have to reset my modem five or six times a yeah. day? Yeah. yeah. It just wow. doesn't work. Wow. Yeah. You know, well, and so, the problem uh, is people don't understand. Broadband so I'm not, no, I'm going to go to give this Starlink. Star- oh, Starlink. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 Pros, yeah. pros yeah. and cons yeah. of Starlink. Depends. We can talk off air about that. Yeah, um, cool. <laughs> the, <laughs> that's because that's my field. Um, so what's it really is, interesting yeah. when you talk about like, 4G, 3G first, 4G first, 5G, right? Yep. It's not going to cook your meat, right? 5G is going to give me cancer. No, it's not. It's, it's going to roast just slow cook beautifully, just <laughs> put it underneath a towel. Now, the difference is, is as the frequency increases, the wavelength gets shorter, right? Yep. So what you probably noticed is when you had a 3G phone, your signal was always you know, looked pretty good and then 4G. Now with 5G, you look around, you've got two bars or less like on your phone all the time. It's because the wavelength is shorter, travels shorter distances. So you actually get faster speed, right, but over a shorter distance. So there's people here and, and it's very concentrated. So what they've actually got to do with 5G is have a lot more towers, right? And there's people here at Springfield that are in not far from where the Ted shit is, a bit further around as you follow the road up around. No service. There's a park. They pretty much cannot get... 5G inside of their house, right? So what, what? they do, if you can outside, right? But so what? There's there's all these things. Um, uh, I can't remember what they're called. Selfie, I think it is. It's a device that you can get, which is basically a, a repeater, right? So what you do is you put an antenna up on your roof, and you point it, right? And you can use an app, and you can point it. You got an omnidirectional or a directional. You can point it at a tower. It then runs down as a cable into this. Um, so this is something else I have to buy for the premium service that I've already got. N- yeah. yeah, well, and this is what I'm sort of leading yeah. to. Right? So you, so you pay a thousand dollars for this device. So basically, Jesus. what it does is it, it it directs the signal at the tower. Yeah. Then converts it, and inside your home, you have a smaller antenna. So basically, yeah. is a repeater, right? But you talk about Telstra. I I don't like Telstra. Glenn recently was on fibre to the node here in Springfield. He's gone into the local store, and they've given him a new modem. 
And they basically said, oh, yeah, here's a new modem. It'll well, make your internet. to be upgraded because I knew fiber was at my front door. Yeah, and they're correct. like, no, it's not. No, NBN's been doing basically fiber upgrades. So, yeah, Glenn goes into the store to ask about it, and they give him a new modem on the exact same service. And then what they did is he got home. That actually disconnected his NBN service. I said, mate. Five days without internet. I just, and I just awesome. jumped onto Aussie mm, Board. business. Mm. Yeah. Aussie Broadband website. Went on there going, mate, yeah, you know, confirmed fiber optic, you know, into your premise or done. They'll do it for free. So they'll take you from the node, fiber into the house, transfer you over. So they set him up instantly, pretty much back on his um, fiber to the node service. Yeah. And then. Within a couple of hours. Yeah. And then hooked up the fiber. So I'm just going, you've got a major telco. Right. Instead of offering him a service saying you can go to, you know, fiber into your premise, which will give you gigabit speeds, they've sold him a new fucking modem, mm. which would do absolutely nothing if your line speed is, is shit and, you you know, you're only getting 50 meg down because yep. of your sync rate. Mm. I'm Selling you a new modem is going to do nothing. And they charged him for it. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm 480 down now on my last speed yeah, test. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so then crazy. in the end, I just said to Glenn, I said, take it back, throw it at the Telstra you know, store, tell them that they can keep that and then transfer to someone else who's you know, actually got your best interests in there. And instead of just selling you another piece of hardware and costing you more, which would have done zero, right, you can now get fibre into the home and choose your service, right? Mm. And it's just incredible how, yeah, there are companies out there, like these big you know, multinationals selling services or providing advice to consumers that's just not in their interest. And it, it doesn't make any sense. Pizzas are here. Anyway, rant over. All right, look, we've just we've just You're cracked one, over mate. an hour and forty minutes, so <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably time to, to call. Well, stop. I'm hungry. Out of that, boys. Thank you, mate. Yeah, Thanks, Strandy. Right. Thanks for coming in, man. We have no spoken about a little while ago for you to come in. So yeah, thank you for well, making the time. I think I'm going to. I'm going away shortly for Christmas, but I think when I get back over summer, I'm going to get my Weber out, yeah. and then I'm going to try and yeah cook a slow. Cook I'm going to go get some pizzas. Wrap this thing up. Done. All right. Happy days. Glenn's out. He's got to get pizza. Mate, Strandy, thanks for joining us, mate. Absolute pleasure. And um, everyone listening along, thanks. And, um, yeah, big shout-out to Fat Boys. We'll we'll try and organise a night out there so we can... um, 100%. Yeah, get the social out there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get some um, some of this tasty food in our bellies. All right, thanks for joining us, guys. Catch you next time.